Blog Talk Radio. You work with Chicago? Kings in the morning, your favorite Black Talk Radio show. Kings in the morning, your favorite Black Talk Radio show. Kings in the morning, your favorite Black Talk Radio show. Some of the views and comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts, Sydney Braxton. Good morning, all you awesome wonders out there in Cyberland. And welcome once again to the Kings in the Morning. And we're glad that you're here with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this isn't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end. That being said, stuff them down, roll them up, and tuck them in. You're going to need all three, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Good morning, Josephine Person. Good morning, Cal Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Friday, February 23rd, 2024, you're riding with the Kings. Good morning, Dave Smith. There ain't a problem he can't fix. He can fix it in the mix. Fix in the mix. Every breath you take is a blessing. Don't believe me? Hold your breath for about two minutes. All right, let's breathe. Kings in the morning, Friday. If you're drinking coffee, put your emojis up. Good morning, America. Let's go. Mushroom friend. Good morning, Job Beckman. Good morning, Kerry Heim. Good morning, Jeff Carlin. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the J. King Network. You seen what it said on the side of the building out there. So uh, this is the J. King Show. Get ready. Happy Friday. Buckle up. Put your kids out of the room because it's going to be hell today. Y'all, 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 y'all just stick around. Good morning, Edith. Brother Reverend Ali. Good morning, Professor Keon. Papa J was mute and phones. Oh, whenever he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Well, let me say it again. Papa J was mute and phones. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Good morning, Daddy Vinyl. Um, 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 Fred of Black Sack 916 says that your theme music is fire. Well, 916 can kiss my ass. 
Come in here with that bullshit on Friday. No, Fred. Fred, fire means good. Fire is good. That was good? Fire means good. That means good, baby. All right, right on, 916. You're my number one fan. Great. All right. Brother, sister. If I was not if I was 916, I'd tell you to kiss my ass. They say yeah. your music is fire, and then you fuck you. Fuck you. I don't want to be no motherfucking fire. Uh, well, you know what? Fuck you in the, in the, in the, in the, the, the water hose you rode in on. What, what theme song? What theme song are they talking about, Jay? It wasn't, it wasn't you, nigga. When I go, do do do, do do. Oh, okay. Do do do. So they don't like Fred. They, they like you. Fred. No, they like oh, okay. the same music. That's your that's music, though. That ain't right. his. That's but your shit, though. That ain't his. Good morning, Michael Nana Jordan. Don't take away his thunder. That nigga ain't got no thunder. That nigga got a rumbler. <laughs> Shut up, Ali. I'm not starting my weekend off with that bullshit. I'll talk to you later. That nigga got a that nigga got a little a little PP mushroom. That nigga got micro mushrooms. It's your micro mushroom looking ass. Whatever, man. I'm not getting in that shit with you today, booty boy. You gonna get into it with me today, nigga? Your punk ass, all that shit you was talking yesterday. I'm done. What shit, what shit was he talking? He, he's fucking with me, <laughs> mad because I was hating on uh on, on, on your. You know, you know you got a, a event on this uh, show, J King. It's 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 called the rhinoceros. It's called the it's called the rhinoceros dirt roller. <laughs> that means Big Charles, Big Charles, and and and, and uh, uh, Chocolate Peach supposed to do the rhinoceros rolling the dirt fuck fest. It's gonna be, it's gonna be. Yeah, I told him, I told him, I told him, J King, he he, he donates to events with rhinoceroses off of his show. <laughs> 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 yeah, Jay. He put the Mac hand down. His Mac hand's better than six sizes. Good morning, Daryl Bernie. Okay, so let me let you tell if you like this right here. It's called Break Me Down. Why you want to break me down? DJ K style for morning.
I'm going to figure it out, though. I'm about to figure it out. Anyway, it's working on the Club Nouveau record. I don't know about that one, Jay. Um, you, you might want to bring that out for a new movie Friday the 13th, part 15. Uh, <laughs> it's, it sounds like a, uh, you know, like one of them songs, Jay, like one of them death movie songs. Not because you don't, because you don't know nothing about creativity. <laughs> so when I'm done with it, when I'm done with it, don't be all, don't be all on my kneecap. So okay, you ain't got no more kneecaps. You got butter caps now. <laughs> I still got knees. I still got knees. <laughs> yeah, good song, Jay. That sounded like a good Twilight movie. Twilight. Yeah, that was that was a like that was a good movie. Good, good. <laughs> Jason's back. <laughs> You know, your motherfucking ass ain't gonna never get chance to do that rap on stage. You keep fucking around, nigga. That my pop ain't gonna fuck with me over no jokes, nigga. Stop trying to hate, nigga. Your punk ass. (laughs) Good morning, kids. What's up? What's up, Johnny? You hear this nigga trying to get me off the record? Um, why are they trying to why are they trying to block why are they trying to block me on this video contains music or audio video that may belong to someone else? The only song I've played so they're talking about the Club Nouveau song. These uh-huh. motherfuckers is something else. Good morning, Stacey Nicole. I, I, just, I hope I don't have to start um I don't have to start Facebook over again. I, I just hope I don't have to do that. Good morning to everybody. Let me know if the sound starts jacking up on Facebook. If it does, then I'll have to start it over. Good morning, Reggie. Um, you can't sue them motherfuckers for doing that? No, and you can't sue them for doing that. Okay, don't act like I'm fucking stupid. Don't do me like you do Ali and Kente, man. I just It, it, it might not sound smart like you would have asked it, okay? See me like Nobody said you were stupid, Fred. Well, the, the only time you, people ever said like, you like was stupid that was a is when you were in school class. in class, and I didn't say that the teachers did. Well, you was knocking them upside the motherfucking head. I was going to class. All these they, they ran out of teachers. They ran out of teachers when you were going. No, I one. And, you know what? And I didn't. Y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. What's wrong with Fred, you Because you'll make that narrative true. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Brian. Yeah, it is true, nigga. You beat all the teachers up. Them motherfuckers stopped coming all to work when up. you went through their shit. First they of all, no you don't lie. That Michael nigga beat some teachers up. He what teacher me. he beat up? What teacher he beat up? Miss goddamn me. I slapped uh, Miss uh, Byron. I didn't beat her up. I slapped her. I slapped well, her because she said bad. nigga. She tried to act like she didn't. Good morning, Jackie. And I slapped the shit out of her ass. Oh, you didn't tell us. You didn't tell us about that, Jay. What? Why you hide? Why you hiding that, Jay? 
you trying to act like you so you so good and two really two shoes your whole life and you over there smacking teachers talking about me and shit. Right. It was a long time ago, Ali. You I ain't slap. I ain't never slapped no teacher, Jay. So you going to hell? <laughs> Good morning, St. Peter's Park. That's what takes me back to Blair High. That's why. I, mm-hmm. That's why I had to be home. What else you did, Jay? You ain't told okay, us about. Okay, true story. Let me tell you guys. Okay, this is a true story. This is a true story. This is what happened. So. In the 10th grade, in the middle of the 10th grade, I leave Grant High School in Sacramento to go back to Vallejo, and I go to Vallejo High School. So in the 10th grade, I'm in Vallejo High School. There's an a, a Algebra two teacher named Mr. Harrison. Mr. Harrison is teaching us a class, and he has a, a he has a Equation on good morning, Christy Graham. Good morning, Carissa. Good morning, Ronald Malone. He has a, 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 a equation on the on the blackboard, and so he's saying that you know he's telling us to figure it, figure out the equation. So I figure out the equation, and he figures out the equation, and what he does is wrong. So I tell him that it's wrong. Good morning, Jojo Red. So he told me to stop being disruptive to the class. Good morning, Ellison Reed. So I said, how how am I being disruptive to the class if the equation you have on the board is wrong? So we go back and forth, back and forth. And so... um, he sends me to the principal's office. Wilkinson, I believe, is his name. Good morning, Angelia. And and, and Wilkinson didn't like me, and I don't I didn't care for him too much myself because he had a big nose, and his nose was like a bull nose. How a bull get mad, and his and, and a bull's nose go in and out. Wilkinson's nose would be like a bull's nose, and they go in and out when he got mad at you. So he so so he um. So he asked me, why was I being disruptive in class? And I said, I wasn't being disruptive. The teacher was. And and he said, um, you know, he was like, the teacher, what do you mean the teacher is being disruptive? You're here to learn. You're here, you know. And, I, and his nose was just going like this. And, and so and Wilkinson was a black dude, and, he, and he, his hair was bald right in the middle here, and he and then when he's talking, his nose was just like, yeah, yeah. and I'm looking at his nose. So he, he thinks, he thinks that I'm trying to be, he thinks I'm trying to be funny, but his nose is doing this thing, and I'm like, so, so now they're going, so now they're thinking about kicking me out of class, out of school. They're thinking about mm-hmm. suspending me from school because the dude, the, the, the answer is wrong. So, mm-hmm. so I'm arguing back and forth that the answer is wrong, that that the equation is wrong. So they bring in another teacher, another math teacher, and um and they say if you know and, and Wilkinson says, you know if you know if, if this teacher 
said that your equation is wrong, you're going to be suspended for seven days. So they thought they looked at my, they looked at my equation, and the teacher said, "No, this is correct." So then they call in Harrison, Mr. Harrison. Mr. Harrison comes in. He's got the book with him, and so in the back of the book, um, in the back of the book, they have a, the answer. Good morning, Domingo. But the answer is wrong. The way they did the equation is wrong. And the teacher, the other teacher said, no, he's right. And that's how I, so that's how I got the test for mentally gifted, MGM. Even though I think Vallejo really wanted me out because I, because I was looking at Mr. Wilkinson, um, uh, Mr. Wilkinson's nose, and it was going in and out. And I was looking at his nose. I was just looking at it like, God, because his nose was just getting bigger and bigger. And it was just crazy. So, so I, um, so I get, so I get transferred to mentally gifted at Hogan High School. So now I'm at Hogan. So I finished the tenth grade at Hogan, and now I'm in the eleventh grade at Hogan. And everything is going fine at Hogan. I'm doing well. And then, and I'm in, I'm in a drama class with this lady named Florence Byron. Florence Byron or Miss Byron was from Boston. And she wasn't very nice sometimes. And there was a white kid named Danny. I can't remember Danny's last name, but Danny you would act like he was a black dude. I would act like a white guy. We would, you know, we would do this in class, and people loved it. And you know, we would make these, yep. these, um, we make these yeah. these jokes with each other. And and one day, um, Florence Byron, she said, told us we couldn't do that in class anymore. That that was racial, not to do it. And so then I got the part, the Oliver Twist, um, and and the Oliver Twist story. It was a play that we were doing at school, but um, I did not choke. I did not choke her, Dave. I did not choke her. I grabbed her by the neck. Because, so anyway, good morning, Rodney, and good morning, Cammy. So describe what she describe what she looked like, though, Jay. <laughs> so 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 Miss Byron, she was like a. She was like you know what. She was almost like the wicked witch of the of the east. <laughs> Come here, my little cheek, my little, you know. She was she was like that, right? Like she had this brown hair, and it was like very, you know, frizzy. And she um, and she you know, and she was and but she she was naggy, very naggy. Right. And she was so mad. She was so mad that I quit because I don't like her. I don't like her attitude. You know, and, and um and she was so mad that I quit um the play that she um would be she would fuck with me and drive with yep. us. Yeah. And so one day we would do this we would do this exercise and the exercise is everybody in the class sits in the chair and then you get in front of each person you get in front of, you have to turn into a, a different character. See there? And, and she, um, she was going through these different characters, and she said, and you, you, you stupid nick. 
And before she can get that whole nigga out, I <laughs> grab her by her neck. <laughs> I didn't choke her, though. I did grab her by her neck and said, who the fuck you calling the nigger? And she said, I didn't say it. I didn't say that. But she did say it, and everybody heard her. So they pulled me. They pulled us off of each other. And and then, um, you know, and then, um, so Dick Sabalas, the Richard Sabalas, so, Mr. Sabalas, so let me tell you, so me and me and Sabalas, we already got a thing with each other because when I first got to, um, when I first okay. got to Hogan, he said, um, he said, how you doing, Jay? And I said, they knew you, fine, they knew you, they knew you were coming. And I, Everybody and I said, was happy, fine, Dick. motherfuckers was happy um, that you was coming, Jay. Uh, well, so no, I said, fine, Richard. I said, I, he said, how you doing, Jay? I said, fine, Richard. And, you know, everybody laughed, and he called me, to, and he said, go to my office. So then I'm in his office, and he said, why did you call me Richard? I said, because you called me Jay. He said, I'm Mr. Sabalas. I said, I'm Mr. King. <laughs> and so he would call me Mr. King, and I would call him Mr. Sabalas. But now I'm in his office because... They said that I that I I choked Florence Byron, but I did not choke her. I grabbed her by the neck and pushed her back. Good morning, Latin Lou. And so, um, so they were they were trying to kick me out the district. But once they found out what she'd done, good morning, Dave. They had to back up. And they sent me back to Vallejo. And so I went back to Vallejo for the next half of the 11th grade, and I never went to a class when I went back. I never went back to a class. So the second half of the 11th grade, I didn't go to school. I would come to school, but I wouldn't go to class. So when I got to, um, when I got to 12th grade, um, I, had, I had credits because I had gone to summer school for a number of years, you know, and, you know, got extra credits, but I was going to be, I was going to be five credits short um, if I didn't, um, if I didn't go to this program called School Within a School. Um, And um, I went to the School Within a School program and graduated. And uh, right before, so then I got my, my cap and gown, was, you know, I, I didn't have a, enough money to get my cap and gown because I was really poor in high school, very poor. And so um, at the last minute, I got my cap and gown, and my mom was coming to see me walk. And um, and, I, and I wasn't going to walk. I wasn't going to go. Um, but when my mom said she was coming, I was like, man, I got to. So I, I bought the cap and gown. It, was, it cost 12 bucks. And... Um, and then, and then they told me that they didn't have enough capping gowns, that they didn't have enough capping. I said, if I don't graduate, ain't nobody graduating. And I meant that shit. <laughs> and, and I had caused enough trouble in high school 
So they was like, let's get this nigga up out of here while we can. And then they found me a cap and gown. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I never, I, you know how you know how people, um, um, Janet said I didn't look forward to her because uh, Janet Marie because you know because you know back then you could wear croquet sacks and uh and blue jeans and and and, and it looked cool, but you know, yeah, I think that's why I buy so many shoes now. That's why, you know, um. And one of my biggest fears, one of my biggest fears um, growing up, even now, is, you know, um, not having money. Um, and um, not having a place to stay. Good morning, Adrian Lord. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. So and I think that's why I think that's why I got all these goddamn houses. <laughs> and phones, and phones. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think. I think all of that. If you know, it's fair. <laughs> but John Beck is that why? Told me I come is in. that why you got multiple rhinoceroses too? <laughs> oh, give it a break, you fucking dog pacer. <laughs> <laughs> they got three rhinoceroses and shit. And two oh, elephants. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That nigga better than Michael Jackson. And one retard. See, nobody said that. Nobody wasn't. T- I wasn't including you in that. But since you want to say something, go on down there and give up that free pussy to uh, Big Charles. You your hoe. Special needs. <laughs> Oh, that this ain't chocolate just, pizza. I don't know why you talking about Big Charles. Uh, who's that? Why? Oh yeah, you were. You were. Good morning. Chocolate pizza mixed up. Um, I don't know your voice, nigga. I don't know you, nigga. Who you is? So, um, so um, Nicole says, "Sorry, you not endure toxic treatment at school." Do you know why I had to endure toxic treatment? Because I was a toxic <laughs> motherfucker. I was crazy. Good morning, Sharon. Wait, has Fred always been a snitch? What? Huh? Has Fred always been a snitch? Hell no. You need to watch yourself, lady. You need to watch your... See, I don't like to disrespect women. And I know uh, that nigga down there in New Orleans is kind of crazy and greasy. But you need to back up off me this morning. You don't know me like that, sister. Not first thing this morning. Catch me on the third hour. (laughs) And I have to call you. She was just yeah. snitching. You, 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 you sit on, on uh, Jay. Oh, man. There you go with that bullshit. You're trying to no, but the I, off um, over here? Go ahead, Listen, I knew I had to calm down because if I didn't calm down, yeah. I was going to I was gonna either be killed or in jail. Uh, Lou said, at least we made it through this, bro, we did. Yes, we did. Daphne said, that's a fear of mine, as well as not having a place to live. It can happen. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why, that's why I invest so much. That's why I'm always, you know, but, and then I, I think about, you know, the, the world, just how, I don't, know, I don't even think we realize how fragile we are, how fragile the world is, how fragile man is. And this is where God 
become the most important relationship you can have because you got to trust him. And if you don't, if you don't believe in God and 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 such, you know, you're out in the world and you got to live through it how you live through it. But I trust God. I trust God more than you, punk ass motherfuckers that call yourself man and woman. Sorry. <laughs> and um, God has protected me from my ignorant ass self, and there's an ignorant ass self in me. It's <laughs> an ignorant motherfucker in me. He really ain't got no good sense. And, you know, I mean, I used to, um, you know, if I if I got you hurt, uh, if I hurt you in any way, I felt like you earned it, and I never felt bad. That's evil, Jay. Shit. Huh? <laughs> That's evil. I mean, even now, if, if somebody, if I, if, if I, if I, uh, if somebody fooling with me, Celeste, good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I don't think my story is any different than most people. I think most people got, had some, you know, some type of drama and trauma in their life because the world is dramatic and very traumatic. Mm-hmm. But the world is made up. Oh my God, Celeste, come on, man! The world is made up of man and woman. Are you going to talk about the Nigerian who's getting deported for living far in the U.S.? I don't know about that Nigerian. What's his name? Let me find you. The other Nigerian... <laughs> hmm. The Porsche. I don't know what the Porsche is. I don't know what that is. I got to be honest with you guys. I'm not in the world like that. I keep telling you guys, I'm not in the world. Good morning, Sequoia. Hmm. How many of you guys had um had stock in Nvidia? NVIDIA. Got what? Stock in NVIDIA. You talking about some investments? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't, I don't have none of that. I'm, I just add to my money myself. I don't let the white man take or add to. <laughs> 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 that way, I know um, I won't lose. Yeah, it's it's almost eight, it was over eight hundred dollars. It's down to seven ninety right now, but I I bought it at four twelve. I mm. bought um I bought Meta at one eighty six, and one and, and Meta's at four eighty five right now. I thought you said you weren't in the world like that. I'm not <laughs> in the world like that. I'm um I'm in the, I invest. I'm not in the world with. with where you where you guys are like that? I don't I don't get down. I don't know all about. I didn't know Portia was even married. Let me. Portia was the girl from um, the girl 
Portia was the girl who was married to the football player, I believe, um, who who everybody thought was a sissy. What's the football player that everybody thought was a sissy? Played for. Um, I'm hoping Nvidia was split too. I was talking about Lauren, but I can't remember his name. It was Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> nah. nah, he's a quarterback for Pittsburgh. Um, oh, they thought yeah. Lawrence Taylor was Cordell sweet. Stewart. Cordell Stewart. Yep. She was married to Cordell Stewart, and everybody thought he was whoa, sweet thing, sweet thing, whoa, boo, boo, whoa, sweet thing. What kind of train is it, Jake? The train. What kind of train does he hit? Does he like? (laughs) Whoa, sweet train. (laughs) (laughs) A black man on death row in North Carolina is requesting a review of his case in a Hail Mary attempt to argue that the jury that found him guilty was riddled with racial bias. States have a law supporting appeals like these. He needs one vital thing to win his argument. Proof. Hassan Bakadi was found guilty of first-degree murder and the killing of Anthony Serlis during an attempted home robbery in Johnston County, North Carolina. He'd been on death row since 2009. The same year, legislators passed the Racial Justice Act, which allowed death row inmates to appeal for a new sentence if they prove racism played a part in their conviction. Bacardi now plans to argue under the law that his jury of 10 white people and two black people set him up for a racially biased trial according to the Civil Liber- American Civil Liberties Union, which is representing him in the legal battle. Given the county's history, the ACLU is going to have a field day documenting the racism that's festered in this region. Lawyers plan to call several historians, social scientists, and others to establish a history and pattern of discrimination used in jury selection in Bacardi's trial and in Johnston County, a majority of white suburban county of Raleigh that once prominently displayed, displayed Ku Klux Klan billboards during the Jim Crow era. In court filings, Bacotti's lawyer suggested that the local prosecutors at the time of his trial were nearly two times more likely to exclude people of color from the jury service than to exclude whites. Bacotti's legal team also said its, it's, its evidence will show that in Johnston County, the death penalty was one and a half times more likely to be sought and imposed on a black defendant and two times more likely in the case of minority defendants. If Bacardi wins this case, he will be offered life in prison instead of being subject to execution by lethal injection. However, his case could open the door for 75 other black black death row inmates in North Carolina. Good morning, Tracy Parker. Good morning, Larry Brooks. So um, they're not saying he ain't guilty. They just don't want him to die. Uh, I, I think sometimes when you do shit you that that you do, you got to die for the shit you do. 
Good morning, B um B B Star. I mean if you do some if you do some some funky shit, shouldn't you die for the funky shit you do? Shouldn't you have shouldn't you? Don't you guys agree to that? No. No, we don't I don't think they should die yeah. for the funky shit. Funky shit. Funky shit. Oh. Boom funky boom. Shit. You should be dead for the funky shit. This is about to be the funky shit of the year. I don't know. I just think <laughs> if you kill somebody, and, and you know, and, and it's and it's been and it's some funky shit with it, you should you should, cause not I gotta pay for you. Good morning, Mark Anthony Claiborne. Mhm. You's a cold piece of work, Jay. You you just trying to kill them all for everything. You know, I see no. how you do it. You always want somebody no, no. to die. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you do, Jake. No, I don't. Have you guys seen these Trump shoes? <laughs> <laughs> what they said about these Trump shoes? They said now that you guys are going to vote for Trump because he made a sneaker. Mm. Um, Veronica, I agree. Capital punishment is misused and not equal. I think that um, um, I think that when it's when it's a, a a black and white case of murder, then it should be used. Good morning, Dallas. Good morning, Ivan. Um, <clears throat> today is Friday. February twenty third, twenty twenty four. Hey, um, Ivan, we may have to do one song for Jen Jen. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna text you her number. Would you call her? And 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 this is Alan Warren. You know, he's asking us if we. And I told him that we, you know, we're not bringing our whole unit um, to play. So, but call her and see if you can if you can work it out. If they have part tracks, then that's great. I'm on another podcast too. Um, I'm Lou. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I'm talking on Facebook right now. So I'm going to text you her number, I'm sending you her number right now. I just sent it to you. Would you call her? Hey, Uncle Willie. Now, my Uncle Willie is here, so it's that. So I can't cuss right now with my Uncle Willie on. I don't cuss in front of me. Um, so we're going to do, the, we're gonna do the, the daily word and the word of the day. I'm going to do the daily word. Uh, Brother Reverend Ali, are you doing the word of the day? Yes, sir. I got the word of the day. The daily word is pray for others, P-R-A-Y-F-O-R-O-T-H-E-R-S. I feel God's presence as I pray for others. Whether I'm praying for the world or for the dear ones in my life, I see beyond troubling circumstances and behold the presence of God 
as pure, unlimited wholeness, love, peace, and prosperity. When I pray, I may acknowledge worldly conditions as they are while denying their, their permanence at the same time. I then affirm God is everywhere present. I envision the healing light of the divine abundantly, blessing everyone for whom I pray. Through prayer, I am similarly blessed. Prayer relieves me of worry or the thought my human efforts are insufficient to help my dear ones in need. I am fulfilled and at peace as I close my prayer practice with utmost gratitude. Today's Bible verse is Romans 12.12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Yusuf Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? OG, the word of the day is bubble, spelled B-U-B-B-L-E. And the definition for bubble is a thin sphere of liquid enclosing air or another gas. Let's see if I can use that in a sentence. Ever since 2021, Jay King has had big bubble butt girls surrounding him. <laughs> bubble. Good morning, Charles Ball. Detection. Gingin is a singer in in um, New and uh, Las Vegas, uh, Penelope, and so we're performing tonight. Uh, and they want us to let her do a song to open up for us. So, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Ali, why, Ali I, think, I kind of think that you have a thing for big women. And I, and, I so do have and a, because you have I, a thing for big women, you talk thing. about them all the time. I, th- yeah. I think you kind of have an attraction. I think you have a thing. No, I got it. No, it's it's a it's a dissatisfaction. Big woman attraction. Big woman attraction. Dissatisfaction. Attraction. Dissatisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you always talk shit about Mary, but I remember when you was trying to get Mary to to, to San Diego. All that shit. There you go. There you go with your. There you go. I told you you was a professional shit maker. No, I'm just telling you. Uh We all heard you. You just came out the blue, bringing Mary in it. It's a cold piece of work, J. King. You was you were just talking shit about Mary. Why are you? I wasn't talking shit about her. I said there was rhinoceroses around, and she just answered up. <laughs> Dallas, said, Dallas said, yes, he was. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, Dallas. Down in All right, place. Dallas. I'll I come down into the 951 Dallas on your ass. Not even threatening people. Two cousins. Yeah. Two cousins, just 10 and 12 years old, have been charged with murder for allegedly beating a three-year-old girl to death while their parents and guardians left eight kids at home alone to go gambling. 
two preteen boys who've not been identified because of their ages are accused of beating Blessing's buckles until she suffered a fatal brain bleed, with the four-year-old girl also found badly beaten. A child called 911 on February 12th to report that Blessing was not breathing and no adults were home, with the deputies having to knock on doors because the young caller did not know the exact address in Baton Rouge. Blessing's mother, Denisha Yates, soon arrived home with the 10-year-old's mother, Tarika Scott, who was also the aunt of the 12-year-old suspect, admitting that they had left to go to the casino. They left eight children home alone, including an 11-month-old baby, the document said of the 26-year-old women charged with principal to second-degree murder. The eldest was the 12-year-old murder suspect, even though he was known to be violent with younger kids, according to charging documents cited by the outlets. Yates told cops that she and her kids had been staying with Scott for two weeks before the deadly beating. Scott said she knew her nephew had a history of violence against other children. And Yates said she'd seen bruises on one of her other daughters after she was left alone with the unidentified boy. But she ignored her children's pleas for help, the charging document said. Blessing was found unresponsive and suffered brain bleed and bruising and cuts to her face and body, likely caused by blunt force trauma. She succumbed to her injuries on Valentine's Day. A case like this is devastating. East Baton Rouge Sheriff Sid Control said in a statement, My heart breaks for this child. Lost too soon. And I pray for the others. Two preteens have been charged with battery and second-degree murder. Scott and Yates, both 26 were also arrested on principle to the simple battery. Both women also have previous criminal records. Yates was previously arrested for stealing $20 worth of clothes from Walmart and for stealing an iPad. If you motherfuckers don't put yourself on mute, because somebody got noise behind them. And two guns. Didn't I hear you say you couldn't curse today, Jay? No, I no my my uncle was was here for a minute, but he left, and and and, and I can say whatever the fuck I want to while he's gone. Damn, I'm, I was I'm trying so, to call in when he was still there. No, he ain't here. <laughs> I was gonna act a fool, but too late. All right, go ahead. So you guys want to see what these ladies look like? Y'all want to see? With this little girl, with this little girl, this little beautiful girl, look like it's a little girl right there. This is blessings. They got eight kids between them, ain't nothing. But if they was, um, and both of them worked for the Gap. Both of the ladies, both of the mothers worked for the Gap. You know how I know they worked for the Gap. They both got 
They got eight kids between them. You got to work at the gap for that to happen. There they go. I don't understand why women, you know, why, you know, why, why would you have more kids if you know you can't take care of the ones you got? That's an excellent question. Don't make good sense. It does not. Don't make no sense. Don't they get extra benefits? Why? The more kids they have? I don't know. Just asking. There's no benefit. I mean, I know they call it that. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. They get a lot of more money from the government when they have babies that they can't take care of. It's a system, Jay. Yeah. It's definitely a system. I'm talking like it, like they're animals. Um, put some, put some human in it too. Okay. Don't get distracted. Pretty boy eyes. But I think we are putting humanism because we're thinking about the children. Potter. <laughs> Del Bernie, the only one got Wait. the joke. Del Bernie, the only one when I said they worked at the Gap. Del Bernie was the only one who got it. Yeah. They worked at the Gap. You knew they worked at the Gap because they had eight babies in that house. In order for you to have eight babies, you got to be at the Gap. <laughs> yeah, I think they work in the Gap. Good morning, Kente. Light them up, Kente. Light their ass up. It's Friday. Get started early. Good morning, Larry Brooks. One love. Looking for a father that will pay for them is what Dallas said. Uh, Jelena said, too lazy to change their ways. Uh, January said, it's no excuse. They depend, but they depend from southern breeding farms. Uh, general recess is in their genetic pool. Oh my God! So they just so they grow up just pussy popping. Just yeah, little little they do. Just, just, that's what it seemed like. That's what it seemed like. They out here pussy popping, sticking their ass and they yeah, lips they, out. No, they 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 have a choice. No, they don't. They, you don't man, have Jay, to pop the pussy. That's all they doing is popping pussy, Jay. They, they it look like a demon. Pop. I'm sorry. It, it looked like this. It looked like the same demon that's in all of them, Jay. He hit the demon stick. The demon sticks their lips out and sticks their ass out, and you can find that in millions of girls. Will you shut your motherfucking an orgasm laughing ass up? God damn. We know that you don't like women. They always act like he coming when he laughing. <laughs> well, we know you don't know what a woman sounds like when she's coming. <laughs> I thought you wasn't going to fuck with me today with that bullshit. Your motherfucking ass is going to get lit up, you motherfucker. You animal okay. pussy ass nigga. You got animal pussy. <laughs> okay. okay, wait till the third hour. Man, stick around. Take control of your show, man. Uh, Dallas said, I know a woman that married a man, then divorced him, so he is responsible for child support on all of them. <laughs> Good morning, um, Byron. Oh. That's horrible. 
John Beckman said, so they were out gambling with taxpayer money. That, that, yeah. Uh, he said he loved her and adopted the kids, then she left him. Some cold, there's some cold kitties out here. But I'm sorry, um, Janet Marie, you and Ali ain't going to convince me that somebody was born with a clapping kitty. And so they, so when they yeah. get old, they can't help it. They kitty just clapping, and, and that's now, all they do. And they, it, and they don't have no control over the clapping kitty. Like, they don't. You know, it's just, it's just how they're raised. That's all. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, got these, control over your clapping kitty. A lot of these women is bad. A lot of women is bad, bad leadership with a lot of women. But you, but you can't tell me you don't have no control over your clapping kitty. They don't. They don't. It, it makes money, Jay. It makes money. <laughs> you got control over your clapping kitty. Shit. Hold on. I'm going to be right back, you guys. I'm going to do this and come right back. And when you going to go shit? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga going to drop one after talking about clapping kitties. <laughs> now he gonna go do some ass clapping. Who am I? 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 Her pussy yeah. wasn't clapping. She only had one. Her pussy was clapping yesterday, though. She wanted in on the threesome. Oh, my God. Did you pick your flat? Did you ask me something, King Frank? Yeah. Did, I'm sorry. What, did, what was your question? Did you fix your flat? Yes. Too tired. Did you jack star up? Did you jack star up and uh, take the star off and put another one on? So, I said yes and a no. <laughs> Once I saw the tire, I said put it down. We're gonna have to get it replaced. And then um, we went there. It was two two new tires with the back. Hey, 
Sacramento. He lives in Detroit, but he's from he's from Strawberry Manor, and I, I love that record. He's got a couple of really nice songs. He's got a. Um, I bought. You know, I buy music. I'm a music buyer, so um, that's why I know people still want to buy music, and uh, that, that is just a. That's a beautiful record. But Darnell, um, the money thing is, I'm gonna get him in Sacramento too. I'm, I'm thinking about doing the Open Air Jazz Festival, just all Sacramento. So you get Big Mike Hart, you get Roger Smith, you get Sean Rayford, you get, um, um, what's the, 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 the jazz lady? Vivian Lee. You know, of course you get, you know, you get um, Lucky Witherspoon, Joe Levy, you know, the regular. Uh, do a day on the Green Jazz Festival. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. This is Darnell Kendrick as well. This is the record he did in um, 2006. Hey, Harris. Darnell 
People, God, I got all these text messages. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that I had all these text messages. Joe Levy, oh, Joe Levy's in. I apologize. I'm dealing. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, have y'all discussed this awful story out of Compton with a man being mauled by his five to thirteen pit bulls? Um, you know, I saw that story. Um, Tracy, I don't really, you know, I don't really, you know, I guess we could, we should talk about that story because this could happen to you, Ali. You could could, uh, be mauled by your animals based on your attitude. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Ali? Hello? Did I, did I lose anybody? Are you guys there? Did I hang up on people? No? Everybody there? Okay, Kings in the morning. Two. I, okay, maybe maybe it's, I can't play any music. Maybe that's what it is. Are you? Oh, I know why they can't talk. I got everybody on mute. I'm sorry, you guys. I put everybody on mute because somebody had noise back there and everybody got punished. That's my uh-huh. thing. All you guys yeah. got punished for one yeah. person. Uh-huh. With our apologies. Everybody, I put everybody on mute. What's up, everybody? Mm-hmm. I put everybody on mute. What's up, so, Chad? Um, no, one what's person what's was making noise. Instead of that one person saying to you guys, I apologize for making the noise. Let me, you know, let me stop. They they continue to make the noise. Good morning, Willie. Willie's in. Mm-hmm. And so and it wasn't nobody. That started. was Snitchy Poo. That was mm-hmm. Snitchy Poo talking was and Potter talking during the song. And you're going to come put me on mute. 
I'm no, everybody no. On, he put everybody I mean, I on mute. I just put everybody on. I just told you I put I don't, everybody that on don't make me. That don't make me feel good, Jay, that you put me on mute with other motherfuckers. Shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, mean, I didn't put you on mute, though. I didn't. You make it seem like I singled you out. Like I, like I said, let me go put Ali on mute. That's not what you I You do. I you come it. back from taking the shit, and then you put me on mute. I did not, I, mm-hmm. I went to go drain the lizard. Well, I, I knew it was something anymore. with the toilet. It was something with the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking about me getting mauled by an animal. That's some cold shit, Jay. I didn't ah. say you did. I said we should. Mm-mm. What I said is we should talk about it so we can protect you. Mm-hmm. In case one of these animals get out of line, you know what to do. They're not going to do nothing to me, Jay. If anything, they're going to maul you because you're the one that lost Antonio. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hey, do they have any restrictions on pit bulls in in California? Do they have any restrictions on pit bulls? Have been euthanized after a dog breeder was fatally mauled at his Compton home. The 35-year-old man, identified by coroner's office as Dominique Cooper, was found dead in his home last week with multiple injuries to his upper and lower body. Cooper had 13 pit bulls, five adults, and eight pups at the home, and it is believed he was feeding them at the time of the attack. A preliminary investigation indicated the dogs may have first started fighting among themselves during feeding time, and Cooper was attacked when he tried to intervene. The dogs were seized by county animal control and examined by a veterinarian on Tuesday. The county disclosed all of them have been put down. Now, why they put down the damn babies? All dogs were euthanized due to evidence linking them to the attack. A spokesperson for the county animal control, given the potential threat they possess to the communities, deemed this action necessary. I have one of the dogs who witnessed the attack uh, here, here with us right now. Uh, uh, Mr. Stray, uh, what happened? Oh, what you drinking? What happened What took place? was appalling. However, all of the puppies did not participate. It was a girl pup who was checking me out. And I was checking her out, too. And we were going to get together. Remember, she was not part of the attack. But they took her down anyway. <laughs> okay, okay, calm, calm down. Calm down, Mr. Strange. Why are you getting so upset? It's been a long time. There's a woman who showed interest in me. <laughs> I didn't even like calling her a bitch. They didn't know she was a female dog. <laughs> okay. Um, as you guys can see, oh, shit. Um, this uh, <laughs> this 
And so they're like, Jay, are you going to take, do you want to come take the picture? And then I, I'm like, no. And then, so Seth was like, Jay, come take the picture. So now I don't want to sit, I don't want to be next to him. So I'm three people away from him because I don't want to be next to him because the food ain't good. And um, and so he was telling us, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my recipe is my own, you know. Uh, <laughs> it tastes like he put sugar on everything. Uh, Michael Nana Jordan said that motherfucker been cheating us and feeding us. No. Jay, there's a, quite a few chefs trying to be Jamaican. Yeah, he was nowhere near Jamaican. Oh, he he, he needs to leave it alone. It was horrible. Good, good morning, Ram Rock. Um, and Stephanie, I want to take. Oh, you say I want to taste your. I'm looking for curry chicken. I'm looking for somebody that can make me a curry chicken. The best curry chicken I. I had was from a guy named Mike who was from Jamaica. Um, God rest his soul, he had a heart attack many years ago. But the best uh, I'm looking for, um, <laughs> Adrian said, whoa, sweet sugar. Yeah, we had, everything has sugar in it. Um, Jay said, you got the picture, but you don't have to coast. No, I didn't. I don't know if we even, I didn't get a I didn't take a picture. I didn't get a copy of the picture. Because I didn't like him, and he knew I didn't like him. He knew I didn't like him. He knew I didn't like his cooking. I made it clear that it wasn't good, and I didn't. And I paid him because I don't want to have nothing to do with him past that. If you need money that bad, but you know, it's like um, it's like seeing a uh, being out someplace, being at an event, and somebody sing, and they. And they sing and you know, ooh, what a feeling, keep believing. Ooh, I just want to tell you, I just sing a song. Hey, hey. You know, they doing all that shit, right? And then, <laughs> and then they come off the stage and they say, you know, uh, I'm one of the top entertainers in the city. Um, people like to take pictures with me. Come on over here and take the picture with me, y'all. Come on hey, over hey, here. Do that last Everybody part. wants to take a picture. Hey, do that last part. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, it was it was it 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 was like that. Ah. Uh. It's like when you know, it, it's like when you when you when you somebody telling you how good they cooking is. Mhm. I ain't gonna lie. I'm one of the best cooks I know. Shit. Can't no, no, uh-uh. nobody. Uh, can't nobody make it like I do. Uh uh-uh, uh. No. Well, that's for sure. Last time, <laughs> last time, I'm gonna tell you right now. Last time I made uh, last time I made red beans and rice, did nobody get to eat none. I ate it all. Shit. <laughs> I ate it all. <laughs> That's how good it was. It was so good, everybody came to the house and with a red bean and rice. I was like, shit, ain't no more. I ate it all. And they said, why you eat all that red bean and rice? The shit is good and good in the morning. I, 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 I say so myself. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> Just because you say your food is good don't mean it's good. 
And if you ate all your food, it's probably because it ain't good. Crazy that I hate when people say that. <laughs> exactly. I want to let me taste it. Let me say the food is good. Um, Jay, you ever had one? Yeah. Huh? You, you ever had one of them aunts yeah. that can't cook? One of those aunts that can't <laughs> cook, but they always hitting on the pot and stirring the pot like you're about to eat some good food, and then that shit is terrible. I used to hate going over my aunt's house eating. No, um, my aunt. No, I, I I come from good cooking people. Mom, now I'm gonna tell you something. My mama was just an excellent cook. Oh my God, my mother, my mother just could cook. But my mom could do it. She could just do a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, my mom was just something. She was really. And so my sisters can cook. Exactly. Um, Daphne said, please let me tell you if it's good or not. Janet Marie said, I went to Sylvia's in Harlem and had to go back to the in the kitchen. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, um, good morning, Mommy Hall. It was, you know, I wasn't impressed with, with Sylvia's. You know who I did like? Good morning, Reggie Calloway. I liked Gladys's. Gladys in Chicago was good, but then and then but Gladys's was good until it turned into the Roach Hotel. And oh then when you God. went to Gladys and you said, and the, you know, Snitchy. I mean Roaches would um Roaches would literally come out of Gladys's and be like uh and would like with a toothpick in their mouth and be like uh you you eating all that like what yeah. Is you eating all that? I mean, you know, they like, you know, you don't live here. I do. You feel what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, you know, if if you're gonna sit in my spot, I'll let at least you know. what you do is leave something for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the roaches were bold like that. Like they would, like they would, they would come and look at your plate. Like they come out. What's up? You sharing? <laughs> you you sharing? You leave it? Um, Dale Bernie said, right, my mom, my aunt, and my wife all can cook. I've been blessed all my life. Uh, <laughs> Rami said, good grief, I'm just about to make juicy at home. And they're literally eating out. Yeah. You got, because you don't know, you don't know, you know, you don't know how clean the people, you know, now they have, you know, um, the restaurants, they give them an A, B, C, you get a score. You get a score. I'm, I'm looking at the score. Now, I want you guys to be honest. I want everybody here to be honest. Is there anybody here whose mama couldn't cook? Tell the truth. Somebody's mama couldn't cook. There's some mamas out there that can't cook. Did anybody have a mama that couldn't cook? Hello? I'm asking you guys in the on the show. Nah, well, ain't sorry, no, I missed ain't the question. Jay, so that means all our mamas could cook. Why are you just hoping one of our mamas couldn't cook? 
Somebody, because one of y'all mama can't cook and y'all lying. Now, Jay, my, my mama. Somebody's lying. My mama Somebody's mama couldn't cook. Um, Rami's mom, okay. Rami's but I didn't like. Hold on, you guys. It was Rami's like mom. She made cream corn with the salmon croquettes and rice. I didn't like the cream corn. Uh, Jelena mom says, the Rami said her, 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 her mom couldn't cook. Jelena said her mom couldn't cook. My mom Bernard said she was blessed. His wife can cook. And she used to be the pit master at first barbecue and other things. Yeah, I don't like I don't like cream corn. So you didn't ask her, could your mama cook or not? Tell the truth. She could. She could cook. Yeah. From uh, from from one to ten, what was she? Eight. Eight. She would have been uh, a ten uh, if uh, she didn't make that cream corn. <laughs> wow. Love you, mama. <laughs> Uh, Janet Marie said, my mother had southern men teach her how to cook for my dad. She couldn't cook at all when they got married. Some people can't. I wonder, I wonder if Janet Marie can cook. Janet Marie can't cook, can she? Because she, she didn't seem to have no man over there in the mornings. <laughs> um, Tammy said, my mom would just make some food too hot and spicy. Okay, that means she couldn't cook, um, Tammy. No disrespect to your mom, but if all that shit is just spice, you know, got people's booty holes blowing out because we got all that spice in it. Too hot. <laughs> Good morning, TJ Shannon. But, oh um, boy. I could, I could cook, I can cook, but my brother can really cook. Uh, Janet Marie said, nope, I'm a fine diner, Ali. <laughs> you a fine diner? She can't cook, huh? so she goes to the diners in Sacramento? No, what she said, she eat it. She like to be served. Oh, my God. At nice restaurants. And you go, you good cooks. That's what a fine diner is, Ali. When somebody yeah. eats at a nice restaurant, they're doing well, fine dining. Well, as racist as she is, she don't need to be dying out because one of the white ladies is going to poison her ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> they going to say that's that uh, bitch to be talking all that shit. Uh, uh, Dallas said, same with my mom. My mom would have been a 10, but who the fuck wants to eat liver and pig feet or cow tongue? <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Patrick said he loves the spicy food. John John Beckman said, are we going to Delmonico's? It's Del Frisco's. Not Delmonico, Del Frisco. Uh, but we're going to be, he's thinking, I, I think he's we're going to be eating at a fine. Yeah, because John Beckman is going to be there tonight. I'm going to see John Beckman in, while I'm in Vegas. He's going to come hang out with us. You know, John Beckman got the black on Gunsmoke. John Beckman going black a lot. He going to be walking in rhythm. <laughs> Singing my song thou. I'm thinking about the lady trying to get bald. <laughs> so t- tonight we're performing against for somebody, somebody's no. birthday. It's a, uh, 
uh, older gentleman's birthday. I, I don't know what age he is, but Steph knows all that stuff. She deals with all the details. Um, Lee Fletcher said, here in Vegas, Channel 13 News has a segment called Dirty Dining, and we'll show you, you if it was nasty or had roaches, rats, etc. A number of five-star restaurants made it on there. Will we? Will he do the roach? Will, will he do the roach tonight? Uh, John, John Beckman. If John Beckman gets brown liquor, he will do the roach. What was that we had at crustaceans? Uh, at crustaceans, we had the um, we had the uh, uh, garlic crab and garlic noodles. But at, at crustaceans ain't what it used to be. Jay, do you remember eating rabbit and peeling black-eyed peas? I've never eaten rabbit nor black-eyed peas. I absolutely hate black-eyed peas, lima beans, string beans, green peas, uh, okra, pig seeds. Sure, we used to eat uh, jackrabbit all the time. I hate all that shit. It ain't, nothing that I, it ain't nothing that you got to worry about me doing. You ain't got to worry about me eating that kind of shit because that ain't going to happen. I don't want I don't want no pig feet. I don't want no cow ear. I don't want no uh rabbit butt. None of it. <laughs> black bear is good. I don't want no black, black bear. bear. How do you make it, Johnny? How do you prepare it? Well, first you gotta get a cure. Mommy said I am taking Cooking classes with strictly plant-based ingredients. We need health because we're older, and we need to eat for our health, not just taste. I do love cow tongue. Jay, I will make delicious juices for you, and you'll be craving good stuff. They okay? I'll, I'll go with the I'll go with the, the the juices, but I'm not fucking with the tongue of the cow. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, Tammy said, Jay, did you eat um, moose and caribou when you were in Alaska? Hell no. Man, you don't know what you're missing. That smothered rabbit is a mother. I do know what I'm missing. I'm missing that nasty-ass rabbit that I ain't going to have in my mouth. Thank God. I do love the um, halibut, the salmon and king salmon and king crab that come out of um, the the bay in, in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, good morning, Francis. Cow tongue. I don't give a damn, but y'all can tell me that cow tongue tastes like um, a, a, a golden Milky Way. I wouldn't give a damn. I might eat no goddamn. Cow. So you like crab, Jay? I, not really. It, I, you know, it's got to be prepared. A certain way. Mm-hmm. So Bernard Middlebrook just showed me what his wife be making. Bernard, so um, Bernard, the only way I can, the only way I can tell you if this is good or not, is if she make me some plates, and for for me to test, and then I'll come on the show. And like for like, Alicia Bernie. Nobody makes Mexican food like Alicia Bernie, Del Bernie's wife. She. One hundred percent Como, and she goes, "Oh my God!" And so I'm not trying, and that's why they be trying to get me to make her cook. I'm not gonna make her do nothing. I just like when she invite me over when she cook. 
So, mm-hmm. um, Bernard, I'd love to say the same thing about your wife, but um, I would need you to make sure I get some plates. See, Del Bernie, and make sure I get plates. I need, I need a few plates so I can, I can come and, and you know maybe I'll be a food critic next. Maybe when I'm done with this, the next thing I'm going to do is just travel around the, the world as a food critic. Mm-hmm. You're gonna end up in the hospital. How do I end up in the hospital? I don't. I'm not eating shit Fuck, like that. Don't look right. Fucking with all that meat. Uh, fucking with all that meat. You're gonna have a bad reaction. How you know I'm even fucking with meat? You just said you're gonna go on a world tour eating different foods, nigga. You're gonna end up fucked off. You're gonna have to run for the rest of your life. Wow. You said that I was. My God. Uh, black, black Sack said you don't eat enough things, Jay. No, no, Black Sack. What I would do is I, I, I um, so let's just say I don't eat black IPs. But if somebody said this is a black IP you would love, I would try that black IP. I would try that black IP, and if I loved it, I would say, you know what? I don't normally eat black IPs, but I love this black IP. But if it was a black IP. And I did love. I say, this is why I don't eat black. I don't like the consistency on my on my in my tongue the way it feels. It's it's too slippery. I don't like it. Um, Dallas said, when the rappers delight without my mom made that shit. Me and my sister would start singing that song to make my mom mad. <laughs> black bears <laughs> a delicacy up there in Spokane. My uncle up there when hunt black bear do all the preparations. Keep that shit up there. That's why I'm not going up there to Spokane. <laughs> but, no, nah, if you get it cured right, you wouldn't even taste the wildness in it. I wouldn't give a damn, Johnny. I'm not eating no goddamn bear. That's why your ass is out there like you. Um, uh, 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 what's the boy's name from the, the TV show? Daniel the, Boone. The, the boy who had the Huh? Daniel Boone? No, the boy who had the TV show back in the day. What was the TV show? The damn TV show that we used to watch as kids. Y'all got to remember. What's happening? Tom Sawyer? Tom Sawyer? No, he was a mountain man. It was a regular TV show. God damn it. You talking about Rifleman? Grizzly Adams. Thank you. Adrian Lloyd, Grizzly Adam, Johnny Davis is a regular Grizzly goddamn Adam. Ain't nobody, you know, you up there, and your voice Grizzly Adam. All I can say is you just don't know what you're missing. I don't want to eat Yogi. I'm missing that 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 bear that your ass is eating. Next thing you know, you're gonna have bear rice. Bison burgers are good. And Ooh, that's true. Mike, Michael Lionel Jordan said you'll eat it if you have to. That's true because I'm going to tell you guys a true story. This is a true story. So, <laughs> 10 years old, you know, I was living with my dad, but my dad was married to a lady who I didn't particularly care for and who didn't particularly care for me. So because we didn't particularly care for each other, I didn't want to be around her, and she didn't want me around – she didn't want me in her house. So we were – so I lived at my grandmother's house when my grandmother had already passed, and my grandmother's house was a two-bedroom house. With um, so you walk in, and you walk into the living room, 
to the left was her bedroom, and then there was a door with her bathroom, and then there was another door, and that went to the other bedroom. And then um, her kitchen was very, very small. It was just like a little, a little range with a sink and a little table could sit there. And then behind it was a dining area, and then there was a, um, an area for washer and dryer. So the house may have been 700, 800 square feet. But that's where my grandmother lived, and then my, me and my father lived there. Then my father went to, with the lady, and then I was there by myself, and then my aunt moved in because she was having tough times. She moved in with her two boys. So it's four people in this house with one bathroom and um, two bedrooms. And that's how, that's how, that's how, that's how hard it was. And, um, and one day... We all we had was uh, she had she had a chicken. We we she went and got a chicken and uh, and some goddamn green beans. The, the long the green the long green beans and I ate them snap motherfuckers beans. like they yep, snap beans. Yeah, yeah. I ate them motherfuckers like they was like they was gold. So you right, Michael Nana Jordan, you will eat. <laughs> you know, but uh it's certain, you know, yeah, string beans. That's what it was. It was the string bean. Hey, Moms, three, six, one. But that's what makes you appreciate life. That's what that's what makes you respect, you know, uh, how, you know, when you climb and you know you keep that, and that's what keep humility on you. No, I don't have to tell them. They they stayed in the they was they was in the can. Yeah, those are the best string beans. We're we're blessed to get to choose what we eat is what Cammy said. That's right. I learned I learned valuable valuable lessons uh, as a young person. And you know, any success that I've had has to be a blessing from God. It got to be. Because when I add it all up, when I add it all up, it, um, it could go either way for me. You know, rumors doesn't have to be a hit record. I don't have enough money to make it a hit record. I don't know what I'm doing. I I just happened to meet um, Neil Spinelli through Danny Thomas, who's in compunction of my cousin, and he just said, you, you should meet this guy. So I just got lucky. I got lucky from a guy who, who liked me enough, who trusted enough in what I was doing, and he was a drug addict. So even when I got the money from Neil Spinelli, because Neil Spinelli gave me $65,000 and didn't know me. And I gave that money to guys to work my record, and I didn't know them. So I could have beat Neil for the 65. They could have beat me for the 65, which would have left me owing Neil and Neil Spinelli. The motherfucker's last name is Spinelli. You know what that means. And so as my record gets bigger and bigger, and Neil Spinelli 
and I have a deal that for the $65,000, i am going to give him back 130000 And I think that's a good deal. That's a good deal for me. It's a good deal for, for him. But rumors, when it becomes a hit record, when I, the next call I get isn't from Neil Spinelli. It's from his brother, Frank Spinelli. And Frank said, um, yeah, you, um, is this Jay King? I said, yes. He says, I, you know my brother Neil? I said, who's this? He said, this is Frank. Do you know my brother Neil? Neil Spinelli. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, my brother gave you some of the family's money. Do you have that money? I said, excuse me? The money. My brother gave you my family's money. Do you have the money? I was like, um, not right now, but, you know, um, we, have a, we have a deal. Yeah, no, you, you don't have a deal. Yeah, no, we, we have a deal. You know, you you don't have a deal. So we're going back. I'm like, we do have a deal. I, I have a deal. He said, Neil can't make a deal with the family's money. That's what I do. He gave you my family's money without my permission. So you're going to be dealing with me moving forward. And I, you know, so at first, I'm like, you know, motherfucker, you know, you can't, you know, you can't talk to me like that. But he really could. Um, because he was a bad motherfucker. And you know how you know somebody, um, how somebody talk, you know they're a bad motherfucker? And so I was like, uh, so, I, so what, what do you want me to do? I mean, I haven't gotten any money from the record yet. And he said, well, that's fine. From this day forward, you talk to me about the money. My brother's not giving you any other money. I said, I don't need any money from him. He said, hey, listen, my brother's not giving you any other money. Any money that you give, you don't give to my brother, you give to me. And you owe us $350,000. I said, no, I don't. I owe 130000 He said, you owe for my money. You took my money. Unless you're prepared to give me my money right now, you owe me $350,000. How much money do you think I paid him talking that shit to me? $350,000? The motherfucker can't talk to me like that. I paid him $350,000. I paid him a fucking money. Oh, my God. It a fake you car. I paid that motherfucker. I wasn't going to fucking around with that man. That is going to kill me. That's when I knew. Wow. That's when I knew that that you know you got to be careful. 
you got to be careful about who you fuck with in this business. That this business is gangster. No, he was in the Bay Area. So, John, if you Google the Spinelli family, Frank Spinelli, the father, uh, was one of the guys who really controlled the family in the Bay Area. Dallas said, in all honesty, did you know who he was or did you just realize that he was a guy? I didn't know um I didn't know who he was at all. I you know, cuz you got to remember when I'm doing this I'm 23 years old, you guys. I'm not I'm not I'm not worldly. I'm 23 out of a, out of the neighborhood. So I don't even I don't even listen to his name because Neil Spinelli was such a nice kid, a nice guy. Neil Spinelli was a few years older than me. Frank is a few years older than, than, than Neil. Neil's probably five or six years older than me. So, um, no, they didn't. No, they didn't set me up. No, that wasn't. No, Neil got his ass whooped. Neil was a mama's boy, and then you know later on we find out that Neil, you know, is sissified. You know, he's gay, but Neil was under his mom. Frank was raised with his father. I believe. Neil's, I believe Neil took the money from his mother, and probably when she found out, she told Frank Jr. Frank Jr. went back to Neil and then jammed him up and, and that whole thing. But I think, I think um, Neil, you know, because Neil was on, you know, that's when, that, that's when cocaine was at the, the, at the height. That's when they was doing and Neil was, you know, and and again, I'm not because I'm not in the life like that. I don't know nothing about the 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 game and about what's happening, about the the, the smoking and all that stuff. I don't learn about freebasing until I'm in the music business. And Randy Rand, God rest his soul, who was one of um one of the people that really taught me the music business. But Randy Rand was a drug addict. You know, Randy was the first person I ever see freebasing with the contraption. I walked into a hotel room, and he had, and he looked like the devil. When he looked up, I swear to God, it looked like the devil scared the shit out of me. And I walked out. Randy Rand stole a hundred thousand records from me. He went, he went and manufactured a hundred thousand twelve inches of rumors, and sold them for a dollar a piece. So he could, and, and, and so it cost me a dollar nine cents to manufacture. So I ended up paying him $109,000 in a lot of ways, you know, um, and and that's why me and Randy fell out. And, uh, you know, and and then I beat up Neil Spinelli at the hotel because him and Randy had connected and he was talking shit. Like he he thought he could whoop me or something. And I had to whoop his ass in the the lobby of, if you go to, if you fly into LAX, there's a Sheridan Hotel right there, and it's got a um, – and that Sheridan Hotel, when it's still there, it, it, and it, it used to have a, a waterfall right in the middle. I, I, I knocked his ass into that waterfall, whooped his ass, and, and I came back upstairs. Valerie and we like, what happened? And I was like, man, me and Neil got into it because they were trying to make us sign a contract. And so, so Val and Sam didn't want to go downstairs, so I went downstairs. 
I went downstairs. They were trying to make us sign a contract because they were trying to make us be, um, you know, be signed to them because we would because I had, I said I'm not dealing with you guys because they were when I found out that they stole records from me, it broke my heart because I trusted them. But that's how I learned the music business. So you know, um, and that's why I tell people you don't get to be in this business for free. You you know you um, and and I was super protected. That's how I know God is real. And then as I got into the music business, it was cats like Donnie Sims, uh, Don Taylor, um, Bill Underwood, that really put favor over me. They, 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 they were gangsters, but for some reason they liked me and they would, they would put protection over me. And then I, you know, I look at my life now. Look at man, you know, a lot of people, you know, even, even with the, even with the new record, the new Club Nouveau record. The reason why older groups can't make new music is because we, um, because we get, we get old, and outdated, antiquated. Our voices aren't the same. Our creativity isn't the same. And then you got young people. So. That, that that are just new and creative and innovative and they make the new music and they make the new business and so if you you can become bitter and talk about what the music business used to be and how the music business ain't what it used to be I think the music business is better than it used to be because more people can participate and no matter how old you are you you have a chance that's why you can listen to a guy like Lucky Witherspoon and say man this dude Lucky Witherspoon it's 55 years old, just now making records and putting them out. Joe Levy was 50 years old when he did his first album. Um, you could have bought as much. So Mike, Michael Nader Jordan said, I would have bought $150,000 worth of guns and wish the SOB would have come back. So Michael Nader Jordan, you probably, you probably would have. And either you'd have been killed or you'd have killed somebody. But you would have disrupted um, your growth. You would have disrupted anything good that can happen because you, because once you get on the path of it, and that's what I, that's what, that's what God saved me, because I was on the path of that thing. And in that court case, you know, um, when I um. You know, when I ran that dude over, that court case changed my life. Because I could have been in jail. I could have done a minimum of 10 years. They were charging me with attempted murder with a vehicle. So I know, I know that, um, and then when you got, when you got a whole bunch of disruption around you, you got disruption around you because you're disruptive. I know because I've been disruptive. That's why I was a bunch of disruption around me. That's why when disruption come around me now, I just cut it off. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think about me. The fact that you think about me means something wrong with you because I'm on to something else. I don't even talk about you. You don't even exist to me. I'm 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 insulated in my own world, and so that's how I learned how to survive the world and. Survive um, 
to live for possibilities. There are a lot of people that don't know possibilities. They've never known possibilities because they they've done everything they can to make anything good that can happen in their life impossible to happen. Most people, not only do they not know what's possible, they make everything impossible. That's why black folk, unfortunately, um, can't move forward in a lot of instances because we um, we only talk about the woe of it, the woe of life, the woe of being black. Ojari never shared those stories with you because Ojari was the most loyal person I had in my life. That's how I knew when the police came to me that day when about the dude's house, and they said, "You, you know, um, you, you know, you worked with these people. You blew this house up." I'm like, "You a goddamn lie. If those people told you that, arrest them. Leave me the fuck alone. Because I knew, I knew who I was. And I knew who was with me. I knew what I did. I knew what I didn't do. Oh, Joy was the. Oh, Joy, you could never if you. Ojari never said nothing. I know it. Just like D-Rob. D-Rob never said nothing. That's why, you know, you know, you got a dude that's been with you for for 14, 15 years. Because D-Rob rode with me for 14, 15 years. D-Rob and Ojari, Ojari was first, and then Ojari went to New York. D-Rob, when I went to L.A., D-Rob was those dudes, that's why, to this day, that's why I love those dudes. And they could, you know, that's why if Ojari was here today, he could ask me for anything. Because I know. I know, you know, this, this, life, this life thing is something. Some of the people that you think are closest to you be the motherfuckers that hate you the most. They hate that you love yourself. They hate that you... um that you are um, possibility-driven, that you believe in, in who you are and what you do. They hate it. They hate it so much that they'll go talk about you to everybody, not realizing that by talking about you, they're showing you how limited, hateful, and small they are. But people buy into it, and the people that buy into it, they buy into it because they are limited, small, and hateful. So they're supposed to be together. They're supposed to have those conversations. They're supposed to stay right there. And you got to thank God that 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 um because they are right there, they they um. Keep you out their life. They do you that favor. Of course, Conrada, everybody knew Kim Ariba, a.k.a. Ojari. And that's why I tell you, everybody don't have to look like you for you to understand them. My, my friends don't all look like me. They're not the same color, not the same 
race, not the same religion, not the same political affiliation. All my friends don't all have to look or sound like me. We just have to have the same thought process, thought patterns in common. Uh, Spark Davidson, real talk there, Jay. That's why our company slogan of four in the morning, it's time to wake up. You're so on point. So happy I tuned in to hear the talk. Phil said people don't like to see when you're at peace and want to disrupt your, disrupt your flow. Instead of battling, walk away, leaving where they stand. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I very seldom talk about those people because they, they, don't, they don't count. I only talk about them in situations like this when I'm just explaining myself because it's not anything I ever really think about. And if you, if you think about people that have, quote, unquote, done you wrong, then um, I know why those people have done you wrong, because you continue to do you wrong. You still think about them. You still talk about them. You actually believe that you should be done wrong. I'm Dallas of being a little crybaby because I called his ass this morning at 5 o'clock, 5.20, to talk about this song, this piece of music so that we're going to work on together. And he got well, don't be cheering Jay on Don't be cheering Jay on about starting at 4 in the morning after today. No, nigga, I'm up. So, nigga, I was up at 4. I called you at 5.20. Get your punk ass up. Shit. Good morning, muffler. Yeah, I um, I talked to uh, Coach O'Neill. She came on. Coach uh, O'Neill came on yesterday. We're gonna connect. What's happening, Big Charles? Good morning, sir. Oh, Joey didn't speak five different languages. That motherfucker spoke a little bit of five different languages, but he made people think he could do it. Speak it all. A spark said, Mike Tyson say to forgive your haters and your enemies, because if you don't, they become your masters. I believe this. What do you think about that, Jay? Not only do I say you forgive them, you don't. I don't have haters or enemies. When you, when you, unless somebody say I hate you and I'm your enemy, they don't exist, and I haven't had anybody say that to me yet. So I believe him. When you start letting people that don't even matter count enough that you think about them, that you talk about them, that you let them influence you in any kind of emotional way, yeah, they are your masters. I think nothing about them. I really don't. I got too much I got too much to do. I got too much life to live. You know, there's a lot of life left in this sixty two year old body. So you got to decide how much life you got to live, or have you even been living your life? Have you been living your life, or have you been wasting it away? Have you been taking this time and fucking it off? Because a lot of y'all fuck off time, especially if you if you got a, a talent that you know you have that you haven't explored, you haven't um, you haven't delved into. You've been fucking off time. You guys on my page, 
You guys see what I do. And I don't post everything I do on Facebook, but you guys see how much I'm live and I post on Facebook. You know I ain't fucking off time. I'm not wasting no time. Shit, I'm alive. I'm 62 years old. When the Club Nouveau record go top 10, I'll be the oldest person in the history of the music business. What, Jaleel? Uh, now, I would tell you know, I told you guys, so Houdini was my favorite rap group coming up. Jaleel Hutchins is from uh, Houdini. Jaleel and, and, um, and I thought Jaleel was the coolest rapper because Jaleel wasn't like all the other rappers. Like he was more like a, a R&B rapper because he, he didn't, he was like, he was like slick and cool, him and X. But he was even cooler than, than that. X was cool but with a little rap twist. Jaleel was cool like R&B. So when he did um, um, Friends, how many of us have them friends? And when he started doing his rap, especially on One Love, especially on One Love, One Love, especially on that song when you talk about the relationship. Yeah. That little Club Nouveau got a record that entered the charts at number 28 this week. Imagine that. 38-year-old group have a record enter the charts at 28. It's going to probably go up into the the 20s over the next 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all going to see an old man with a hit record. The good thing about so let me tell you guys why it's important. I'm going to get out of here. The reason why it's important for us with this hit record is because when you get a new hit record, you get to get part of that new money. They don't, they don't pay you based on what your hits were. They pay you based on what your hits are. And these kids make a bunch of money. Like, uh, 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 this, this one little girl, she got two hit money long, money long, money long. She getting seventy thousand dollars, sixty seventy thousand dollars a night with two songs. Just imagine what happened when you get a new record and you got the hits that we have, or the hits that Houdini is, or the hits that the SOS band is. What happens? Function. They money really grows. Uh, my name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Garn, Tucker Davis, Yusuf Kempe, Brother Reverend Ali, Cindy Braxton, Reese on the radio, um, Mary Hopkins, um, um, uh, Chocolate Teach, Snitchy Smurf, Potter, Six Eye, Big Charles, and John Beckman telling you to get busy living because you're going to have enough time dying. We'll see you guys Monday. Same bad time. Same bad time.
Well, happy Friday, everyone. Yes, happy Friday. <laughs> Uh-oh, it might be one of those Fridays. What do you mean? Well, it's quiet right now. So it might be one of those days. Glad you're here. I'm drinking coffee. Okay. I'm going to save my drinking for tonight's concert. (laughs) I know you're excited. Yeah, I'm just wondering if I should bring Jay a wheelchair or a walker. Uh, I haven't decided (laughs) yet. I have a new walker in the house. I don't think he... I don't think he wants to see either one of those just yet, though I know. <laughs> he says he's old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, today he said he was young. Just a few moments ago, he 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 uh, he said he was young. So maybe maybe no walker today. <laughs> well, what what are you wearing? Are you, are you, are you wearing? Of, are you wearing? Well, I gotta I gotta talk to. Kind of fashionable. I got to talk to Stephanie because I have no idea what the uh, attire is. So, uh, it's a private party, so it sounds like it might be highfalutin. I don't know. So, well, you got that covered. <laughs> you got that covered. Might, might have to go out and buy a pair of trousers today. Yeah, trousers sound nice. <laughs> yep. I have 50 suits in my closet, none of which fit. So that's no good. Well, when you say that. Hey, John, did you hear the candy man? I put it on there last week. Did you do that? Good for you, John. Yeah. I, I like to. Yes, yes. And thanks so much. Two different versions, actually. Right. Wow. I just love thanks that song. Food. It makes, makes everybody happy and smile and just a good song. I don't care what anybody says. Reese says he hates it. Well, that's his problem. It's a nice song. Reminds you of being a kid again. And And Mr. Bojangles is nice, too. Oh, man. So you like the Sammy Davis Jr. one, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I put that John Hutt up there. Mm Mm-hmm. And he always requests the Sammy Davis Jr. version. But yeah, it was it was wonderful. I will be there live tonight, five o'clock Pacific. I will not miss it. What is our genre for tonight, King Graham Cracker? What's happening in the um, Honeycomb Hideout tonight? Honey Let me be the first to tell you I hate that fucking song. I don't care what anybody says. That song is I'm just, I'm just mellowing I know you do. I know you do. Song. I know you do. It's I the worst fucking song in the world. I can't stand it. I hate hearing it. It's a fucking pain in the ass. It sounds like a song that you do to lure children into your van. Oh, that's that's, that's your warped thinking. That's your warped thinking, Reese. (laughs) (laughs) Who can make the sunshine? Your kids will disappear. (laughs) The Candyman. Oh, my God. (laughs) You finally will find them decomposing under a pier. The Candyman can. Oh, Oh, my God. You're oh, thinking wow. of that, uh, who, who was that killer that was dressed up like a clown? That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> John, Wayne John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy. That's what you think of when you hear that song. Yeah, since you're scared of that clown, don't say that so loud. <laughs> it's all right. All right. I hate clowns to this day, but. Nah, 
Tyrese just needs yeah, Spice Girls to sing it. I do. All right, wow. Johnny, by the way, you haven't been here long enough for me to say go fuck yourself, so go fuck yourself. For every day you know, <laughs> that's, that's funny you said that, Johnny. When I worked at Planet Hollywood Casino, um, what, 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 who was the black British Spice? What was her name? Because I hung out with her one night. I bought her a couple scary drinks. Scary Spice. Mel B. Scary Spice. Mel, Mel B. B. Mel B. That was her name. See? See, Reese know every one of them. And she was very okay. nice. We had a great time. I, you know, I was a ho- I was a host there, and she was just kind of walking around on her own, and I, she introduced herself. I didn't really, you know, I kind of knew what the Spice Girls was, but I didn't really know who she was. And she was actually very nice. We spent we spent about an hour together. That's Eddie chit-chat. Murphy's baby mama. That's who that is. Is that who that is? Yeah, she, fine, she got pregnant from Eddie Murphy, and she had to get a DNA test because he denied eh, that he eh, even slept eh, with her. Eh, 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 eh. Well, she was very nice that night. I just, I'll never forget it. Mel B, that was her name. Mm-hmm. So I got a list going here now. Geno Smith, Clowns, the Candyman song, and the Deeply Ignorant. Noted. Who's, that? Who's the Deeply Ignorant, Reese? So I, well, no, no. <laughs> These are things that uh, he... He uh, dislikes. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it's Geno Smith. I'm certain it's Geno Smith, the football player. Yeah, quarterback for so the know he didn't, Seahawks. Yes, I, but I didn't know he didn't like the Candyman song. I didn't know he disliked that. I know it now. <laughs> no, he told us before he hates it. Yeah, I missed that. I, I didn't catch that one. So, King Grandcracker, you said you're keeping it mellow tonight. So, are we, are we saying are like cupcake music? Is he playing, Johnny? Are you playing the Candyman? No, I did. I did the Candyman last week. Oh, did you? You know, I love yeah. the Candyman. Reese, Reese, what is it about the Candyman you don't like? That is kind and in, in nature, and makes people happy. <laughs> Have you heard the one from John Hutt? No, I only like the original. That John Hutt is the original before yeah. uh, Sammy Davis. Well, I like the Sammy Davis. Okay. Do you have the John Hutt on the board? Nope, but I can put it on there later on. No, I was just wondering if you'd like to play it because you were talking as though you wanted to play it for us. Oh, no. I know you are Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, and you do the honeycomb hideout. <laughs> Otherwise known as Grizzly Adams. Uh, wow. I'm sorry, J. King, you, uh, I was talking to a woman at the recycling place when you asked the question about what was it about, yes, why, what is it about the happy, wonderful song, Candyman, that makes that... that you, crawls up your butthole and makes you nasty. Yeah, see, this is the reason why you'll never be an attorney, because what you just did was called leading the witness and making a profit. You're saying it's a great and wonderful song, and what's wrong with it? Well, why can't I find it not inviting or happy? Because I don't find you can. I was asking. I don't. I was asking you what was it. I know you can. That's why I asked you what was it about the song that you found. Oh, what was it about the song? I don't like it. 
it's not inviting. He, and I, he thinks, I it's, he thinks, it's, a ped, he thinks it's a pedophile song, Jay. He told us that. <laughs> no, I said, I said to me, when I hear that song, I think of John Wayne Gacy trying to entice kids into a white band. But nonetheless, I'm not a fan of the song. I got you. So it's, so it's your it's your mindset that makes you. I got no, you. It's, okay, okay, so you. It doesn't. Wait, wow. Hold on. Does every, is everybody like every song taken? What? No, I said. No, I asked you why you didn't like it, and you told me why, which is the way your yeah, mind is. Because everybody so I get like, it. So I does agree, everybody I understand like why you song. don't like it. Yeah. No, but hey, I get hey, it, Joe. Does everybody like every song, Jay? No. What a no song, what, again, when, a, when a song says you can even eat the dishes, come on, how can you not like that song? <laughs> because you shouldn't encourage children to eat, eat dinnerware. <laughs> he has a point. Oh my God! Well, so you're not encouraging children to eat dinnerware. On this particular song, everything is made of candy because he's the candy man. So, but because you are, okay, but hold on. You, and you do not believe that children would be influenced, okay, by saying you can even eat the dishes. I think that we're dealing in some very, very cautionary tales here. Next Reece, thing you know, Reece, you got kids Reece, trying to bite into glasses. In the last 50 years, how many kids have you known that have died from eating dishes? Okay. But listen, here's my point. Great question, John Beckman. He I, don't have an answer to is, that, so he'll sign it. It is so it. obvious. Hold on. It is so obvious that you both have decided to, <laughs> to turn it into something that I clearly am making a joke about. <laughs> about my opinion. But. I hate Reece, the song. It's Reece. like, it's like when we hate the song, it has to turn into a federal case. How dare he not like the song? Reese is a closet candy man. Because you're the only one on this telecast broadcast that doesn't like it, so we have to pick on you. Now, nah, he's just saying that. When he alone, he be jamming out. Ew, I do not own jam up to that. You know what, like, I, I, just fact, Danny, I bet can... you, I bet you when he's alone, he dresses up, and he and he tells uh, Rosie, "I'm your candy man." <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. Wow. You know what I just and played for Rosanna? You know what I just played for her? And then he looking like play. a broken peppermint stick. I tried to play. I tried to play a, a Run DMC record for her today, and she hated it. <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> it's Run DMC. She couldn't. The record. Well, what's her favorite kind of music? Um, oh gosh, I I, I wish I could I, I I wish I could tell you, but it's it's like this newfangled R and B by that that um what's it what's this artist called her and SZA, it's all of that nonsense, and she likes that Ella May. And you're you're, you're that her name? I think her is pretty I never good, even though. heard of. I think yeah, her is I mean, pretty good, but post. everybody else is. Yeah, I eh, like her when she was. I like her when she was Gabby Wilson, um, before she changed her name. She had this. Um, um, she had this record called Something to Prove back in the day, but it didn't. It you know didn't work out for her, so she changed her name to her. I liked her better when she was Gabby. Now, Reese, uh, Rosie was born in the 70s? 
Yeah, she was born in 78. Oh, okay. So she missed a lot of the 70s music growing up. Well, that's correct. You know, it's so funny because she says she doesn't know 70s songs, but last night I was singing some 70s songs to her, and she, re- she remembered them. She started joining in. So what decade do you think was the best music, the 70s or the 80s? Somebody asked me that the other day. It's always going to be the 80s. 70s were great, but the 80s was just the 80s. We had the most iconic artists in history to come out of the 80s. Just this, bar none. And who would have been the biggest one, Madonna? Well, see, it's weird because you've got to have you have to count Michael Jackson, even though he was in the Jackson Five in the late '60s, early '70s. But you've got to count Michael Jackson because he defined the '80s. Well, he did with Thriller, yeah. Yeah, he defined it in 1982. He defined it. So he was the biggest in the '80s. Who was the second biggest? Would it be a individual or a group? Then you gotta go. Then you gotta go, Madonna. Madonna was the. There were only two women during the '80s that were the most photographed of, of celebrities in the world, and that was Princess Diana and Madonna. Uh, you knew you was playing that Banana Rama shit. What Banana Rama and Venus? Dude, I worked in the supermarket. I had to hear that record every day. Who is the uh, gay guy <laughs> from Britain? Who is the gay guy from Britain? Peller uh, uh, Chame- Chameleon? Who is that guy? Oh, Boy, boy George. George. Who? Oh, Boy George. Chameleon, Boy George. Oh, yeah. Culture Club. Culture Club. I that hate that song. By the way, if I had a choice that my hell would be filled with Comma Chameleon or the Candyman, oh, I can't get out. <laughs> Karma Chameleon would be Karma Chameleon would be my hell. Well, next if I ever meet you, Reese, first song I'm going to play is Candyman. How do you like them apples? Of course you will. <laughs> They're candy apples. Yeah, well, Bob for apples. Is Bob in for? Oh apples yeah. Still the reason why I haven't been here, guys, is I'm back to work. I'm building a mud room. Do kids still today bob for apples nice. like we used to? No. It's unsanitary. Getting put in our heads. The kids, that, that, yeah, the, kids, that, the kids wouldn't do that today, even if they, even I if wouldn't they even, wanted to. I didn't do that back then. I'd watch them kids come up with a snot coming out their nose, everything. I'd be like, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, shit. Danny, are you suggesting... That these children are a petri dish. <laughs> yeah, so Johnny, Johnny is right. Johnny, Johnny I mean, just about like regurgitate water back in that thing. Yeah, but just think that good of yeah, right. immune system. We all had great immune systems after we did that. Yeah, but I still couldn't. I couldn't do that after I seen that. <laughs> I remember the no, first time I ever met a kid with a peanut allergy, I about lost my mind. Because my favorite sandwich in the world is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And one of my friends told me that I was, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at lunch. And he told me, he said, no, is that peanut butter? And he had said it in a way that made me think that he had asked me if I had AIDS. Because <laughs> he was like, hey, is that peanut butter? Nah, I and hate I was it like, when uh, yeah, me like, and Chucky Glover. 
Was me and Chucky Glover, we were we were lifeguards, and the kids would pee in the pool. I would hate that shit. Oh my god! So when he said that about the peanut butter, I was like, I was like, yes, yeah, peanut butter. What's wrong with you? He was like, yeah, I can't be around peanut butter, man. I, I break out with highs. I'm like, peanut butter? What's wrong with you? Yeah, I, I never. I don't think I ever met anybody with a peanut butter allergy. Yeah. Uh, it was weird. When I was growing up, I was allergic to orange juice, but I wasn't allergic to oranges. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, My it was crazy. You think that was because of the way it's processed? I, I, I couldn't tell you. Right. But I, if I drank orange juice, I would break out in hives. But, John, Johnny, I was the same way, even though I wasn't allergic to them. I could not eat a tomato, like in a salad. But I could, on my French fries next to it, I could have the ketchup. For some reason, mm-hmm. I just could not yeah, eat weird. a fucking tomato. The, to me, it looked like an unfinished product. My mom would cut into it and all this shit would fall out of it. I'm like, what the hell is that thing? No way. And she, would, she would say, you're not leaving this table until you eat that. Well, all those fucking tomatoes ended up at the bottom of my milk that she couldn't see. I never ate those tomatoes. Now that's a plan I had a strategy I had not considered. You hit your tomatoes. Oh, yeah. tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I pretend I'm, I'm pretending I was taking a drink of milk. Peas, same thing. I'd spit them in my you mouth. You milk? Tomatoes, John I don't eat tomatoes for some reason. I don't like them. Yeah, but my first wife, I, this is probably why my first wife and I didn't last. On our first date, she ate a tomato like an apple. I almost puked my guts <laughs> watching her do that. Uh, oh, my God. She goes, oh, yeah, so delicious. I'm like, what the fuck? So I take it you never had deep-fried green tomatoes then? I haven't. I haven't. I probably, you know what, my taste buds are probably, I'm 62 now, so I'm sure my taste buds are a lot different versus young. So I'd probably try them. See, at least they're fried, right? Is that what a deep-fried tomato is? Are they fried? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So at least it's cooked. Yeah, yeah I make them every in. once in a while. Yeah. That's the same thing I do my liver, too. I deep-fry my liver. Just in, just in like, a, a thing of oil? Yeah, but I make a batter for it. Oh, okay, okay. So it's nice and crunchy on the outside and yeah. tender on the inside? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my kids love it. They don't eat liver no other way. And I don't eat lima beans like Jay said. I Brussels sprouts to me are the devil. You ever smell a house when somebody's cooking Brussels sprouts? Oh, my God. This is not I, have to leave, I have to leave the house. It's disgusting. I don't know. I love Brussels sprouts. Yeah, well, see, some people do. Some pe- I don't you know. We all have different tastes. I've eaten mountain oysters. I didn't really know what they were when I was in high school. We, my family took me to a cowboy restaurant, and they ordered me mountain oysters. And what the hell is this? And I, it was just like chicken. I didn't know it was fucking bull balls. And yet he admitted that to everybody here. He, he did. <laughs> the third hour of power. We we can get free here. Take it you guys haven't had mountain oysters then before. 
No. Nope. Heard about them, but never fucked with them. Heard about what? Mountain oysters. Disgusting. Sometimes I have my dumplings. Got a weird thing going on over here. Anyway. So, Reese, when you um, said the other day, you guys are opening a new store. What kind of store are you guys opening? Oh, yeah. So, the wife and I, uh, we're in the process of uh, leasing a brick and mortar for the moving company. So, this will oh, be okay. our first actual store. So, we're going to sell moving supplies. We're going to be renting trucks. Uh, it's an actual, it's a floor, it's an old gas station. All the gas tanks and everything have been moved out. So it's got the, if you've ever pulled into a gas station, you know what it looks like. It's got the big giant awnings on top of, above the, where to get gas uh, tanks. You right. Yeah. So it's there. So the trucks can pull in and it's high up off the ground. So the trucks can pull in so you can get out of the rain and stuff like that and check in the truck. And it's got enough space. So it's like a big, giant gas station that we're going to have trucks in and we'll have moving supplies inside. Um, so is and, it, is um, it a, also, are, they, are they U-Haul trucks or perks? Yeah, or? it'll be a U-Haul dealership. Yes, exactly. It'll okay. be a U-Haul dealership. And so that's How many the, trucks the, you the got? Whole uh, we don't have them yet. We're starting, in fact, our lease starts on May 20, March 20th. March 20th is when we move in. And the trucks we can fit, we're going to do trucks and trailers. And we should be in all in all, we should be able to do about 10 to 15 trucks and about 10 to 20 trailers. And all the trucks will be different sizes or same size? All the trucks will be different sizes. And I think, well, we don't, we, we, U-Haul rents cargo vans and pickup trucks, but they're not really popular in Texas because everybody has a pickup truck. So they don't do those, uh, unfortunately, but then, you know, then again, it's not a lot of revenue. Uh, in that space, but everything else from trucks, it's, you know, such a transient area, San Antonio, that renting trucks locally is a lucrative business. So, I mean, we, we stand to gain, I guess, on monthly income with that area and how many U-Hauls in the area and how much moving that's done. Our profit share is anywhere close to ten to $15,000 a month. Wow, okay, so that's good. And what's the name of What are you going to name the company? Keep it moving. So it's still keep it moving. It's keep it moving VA and keep it moving TX. Oh, okay. Actually, I, I think we're going to call it keep it moving SA. Like, I think we're going to do keep it moving San Antonio instead of Texas, instead of all of Texas. Like, I'm about okay. to change the name of our of our company in Virginia to to keep it moving Nova for Northern Virginia. And then do well, keep it moving if SA. You like, I, 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 can, I, can, I can lend you truck you if you want. You can use that. Well, Here's see that's the only other thing is is that you guys do you guys own any trucks? Yeah, my wife she has six of them. Okay, so you know, six, only six, the trucks. Eighteen you trucks. You own yeah, eighteen wheelers are good for this business. But see, you own trucks that you use for great like you, you're a university that teaches people how to drive trucks, right? Right, right. Yeah, so you got to utilize those for training purposes. But if those trucks were to ever be used for, like, because you get a million miles, right? You get a little more than a million miles on those trucks. So, which is, I always find astonishing. But you can use those trucks afterwards. Like, when you go to get new trucks, use your old trucks 
when you are starting to phase the old ones out, use those trucks as moving trucks and start get a crew to do moving. You'll move mansions and shit, dude. That money is basic moves are anywhere from fifteen to thirty five thousand dollars in Nevada. Right. You know, you should you should, we should think about doing business together. Maybe you can open a truck I think down so, there. Dude, I, I couldn't agree more. If Santa, you should you should check out the uh, area, see how many truck driving schools they have there, because that's what we did here. That mm-hmm. was our first step. I went to all the truck driving schools, pretending I was a you know potential student, and I went in and filled out all the paperwork, and they showed me around. So that way, we got an idea of what we needed to do. Casing, it's we call it casing the joint. We, that's what yeah. we do. That's exactly what we did when we started. We started the moving business. I cased everybody. I called up everyone. I spoke to every mover. I talked about pricing. Some people gave it willingly. Others, ones that I had to kind of covertly get the info from. But yeah, that's how I learned what from you know. I had to find out what people were charging. If you think about it, I was charging less than most people when I first started. I was charging forty-five dollars per movers in twenty nineteen. You know. Right now, I'm up to seventy-five dollars per move. Right. And people, well, the, uh, the uh, with truck you, you know, people come in. They, it's amazing. Donna comes home sometimes with thirty thousand in cash. You'd be amazed how many people come in to this school and plunk down cash, seven thousand yep. dollars cash. And uh, shit, I, I just yesterday I went to the bank. I deposited thirty-three thousand dollars. And uh, but some but but some of it is uh, we we get grants for people that can't afford it. My dad and my wife somehow has a a, a deal where but they, isn't you know, that she, what's the market? What's the what's the percentage of that? Because like let's say if you charge a hundred dollars for classes, if you get a subsidized student, what are you getting? Seventy five? No, sometimes we'll do it for four thousand dollars. We'll charge the, the less fortunate. We'll charge them four thousand dollars. Oh, but yeah, well, I was using one hundred dollars. Like I was using one hundred dollars as sort of like a lowball. But let's say, like, if your charge was a hundred dollars and you get somebody who's subsidized, what's the subsidy? Oh, what percent? I would have to ask Donna that because I she handles oh. all the numbers. I don't get involved gotcha. with the numbers. Okay, she's the money person. <laughs> Why bother? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She's a CPA, finance, all that. So I, I don't even yeah. begin. Yeah, because I almost feel like if you do like charitable work, I think it's sort of like a Section Eight home. Like if your regular rent for a uh, uh, for a regular tenant is thirteen hundred dollars, under the um, Section Eight program, they probably pay like half of that, and the rent has to be lower. Right. Thirty right. percent oh, is what the tenant oh, pays. Seventy percent right. of um, what is given to the landlord, um, we put people in under HUD housing. They pay thirty percent. Oh, you do? Even the nice area yeah. where I live and AK live, right across the street from me, and not you know, it's about half a mile away. There's Section Eight uh, apartments there, where you know people get wow. subsidized housing. Even up in this nice area. But anyways, no, we should look into that because you, you, you having a trucking background could be something that could be a, a good fit. Mm-hmm. Now, you yeah, and Rosie um, aren't going so to run the store. You're just the operators and you'll hire people to kind of run it for you? No. Well, the objective is to do that. The objective originally is to we'll get it off the ground. 
and then after we get it off the ground, we'll probably give it to her dad and her sister to run it. Okay, okay. I mean, because you're doing radio and everything, so you can't be there all the time. Exactly. I can't be there 24-7, so, you know, it's going to be harrowing, but we'll figure it out. Okay. And who's doing all the finances, you? Yep. Okay. I have been for going on five years uh, this July, June. Yeah, this June 8th will be our fifth-year anniversary. And what's the name of your company again? Uh-huh. Move it again? What would you call it? Keep it moving. 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 Yeah. Okay. Like, that's like the most brilliant name you can give a company. Keep or it moving. moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, most a lot of my customers hired us specifically because of the name. Well, that's that's it's that. important to have a good name. You have you want to have a name that sticks. Yeah. Well, it turns out that a lot of people have that name. They're all black, by the way. Every keep it moving across the country is owned by a black guy. (laughs) And we do advertising advertising on the uh, ESPN radio station out here, the sports station. Oh, do you? That's great. (laughs) Yeah, we get a lot of people that come in from the radio. It runs 11 times a day. Ask, um, what's your name? Ask. Uh, gosh, why am I forgetting your wife's name that fast? Donna. Donna. Ask, ask Donna, if, I mean, privately, if you can tell me what her um, what her marketing budget is for that. Okay. I think, oh, you know, I saw what? the contract here one day. Uh, I okay. think it was, uh, could have been around 1500 to 2000 a month, I think it was. So what, what, what's that? 2000 a month? Yeah. Damn, that's not bad at all. And it runs 11 right. times a day. I'm going to put myself on mute because i got to order food. Hold on. All right. By chance, Kenny Beckman, are you able uh, to add a phone call to your phone? Yeah, if somebody calls me. Or, or if I, what, what, do I call them? Um, well, I'm going to have uh, six eyes call you because um, I think the board is closed, and he's trying to get in. Yeah, so um, when I see his number pop up, I, I just hit the add round button here on my phone? I believe that's, you know, I know um, I know that's not something that you do a lot. I don't want to take you away I see from where the call, it says, though. Yeah, I, I see where it says add, but go ahead and have him call me. I'll see if it works. Okay, I'll I'll text him now because I don't know. All right, um, guys. I'm going to see you all later on tonight. I got to get moving. All okay. right, Johnny. Be good. Have fun with your living room. All right. Later. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to text him now. What? He can't get in on your phone? No, because my phone might drop us both. So my oh. phone is hit or miss. So then if, and if I do that, then there's two of us now that meet that will try to reconnect. And so I just decided that, you know, it's just better for me to relay and, and ask, um, you know, for help to get make sure we all can be connected. Okay. Yeah. Is it just you and I here right now? 
I believe that is the case. I think well, this is around here somewhere because he didn't say goodbye. But like I was saying to you earlier, I think it's one of those days. Um, which one is which one is scissors again? I I get them confused. That's, that's Big Charles. That's Big Charles. Big Charles. Um, okay. Uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans. That I know. Yeah. Yep. I just can't keep track of all the names you give everybody. <laughs> it's okay. I suspect um, Plankton, aka Yusef, is around here too, uh, but I'm not. But I'm not sure about that. Yeah, he's looking for ammunition based on what we say. <laughs> well, we won't disappoint because <laughs> we'll find something. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We can say, you know, the weather is this or that, and it's going to be whatever he'll yeah. make it after that. Oh yeah. Comes in, Beckman. Why are you even here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he loves to um, ask that question. All right, now, okay, boom, great. Thank you for that. That way, mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay. I'm thinking I better, I better, um, I'm gonna put your phone number on here. Again, for him, that way all he has to do is tap it. Instead of going through the, I may have his number. You well, you do, but if you, I don't know how to, um, I don't know how your phone works. If you add a call by calling him, I don't know what that will do. I don't want you to get um, taken away. You know, so I I thought if he called you, it'd be better. For you know, for you, it'd be easier. Um, because all he has to do is tap the button. I'll set it up for him. I don't have I don't have his number. You don't. I looked under, all right, I'll, I'll, I, look, I looked under Charles and six, and I don't have it. You don't. All right, I'll send it to you because you you should actually have it. But um, this was I thought I had it at one point. two years ago or something like that. Yeah. Well, hold, hang on I, I, while I go to get yours into his. I'll just copy. Well, what am I talking about? Hang on. I'll send you his because I'm already in there. And copy. Okay, come to you first. So aside from the concert, do you have anything else but any exciting plans for the weekend? No, no, no. It's kind of a boring weekend now that football is over and we're in between baseball season, so... No, just go see Jay tonight and make sure it's okay. It's a private party, so I don't want to intrude. I want to make sure it's okay with Stephanie. Jay said hey, Stephanie oh. handles everything, so you know, okay. It's a private party. I just don't want. I don't want to get to the door and have somebody go. You're not on the list, you know. So. Oh right, right. Well, now, do you get out and golf? Because that's that's something I'm not certain. I hear you mention yeah, I, I much that you get out. Little, we've had it. We've had a chilly winter. Although today's going to be nice. Today's going to get up to 67. So oh, yeah, when the sun's out, we've had a lot of rain here lately. Yeah, we have too. Oh, there's six size number. Okay. Yep. Okay. So what I'm doing is now that I'm in your box. 
Just make it easy. Wait a minute. I didn't invite you to go into my box. Well, I mean, you're meaning my no. box. You, I have you oh, on my side. Oh, your box. <laughs> you didn't invite me to go into your box either. No. Well, inbox, like your text oh, box. Oh, inbox. 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 I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Um, so, okay, so now, here it is. Carlin says, Jay will welcome you with open arms. Okay, okay. Jeff Lowry yeah, says so. You know, Jeff Roney's the richest one on this show. Nobody knew. <laughs> he pretends he isn't, but he is. I don't. I don't know. Um, um, no, I know you don't know. Is that safe to put that out there like that? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you just sent me a text. He's telling me to shut up. Okay, I guess not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I take that back. Jeff is the poorest in this, one. <laughs> in this economic climate, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, there it is. It's okay. Jeff okay, lives in Portland. Who the, hell is gonna visit, who the hell would visit Portland anyways? Christ. <laughs> well, Portland's not, not a... Um... I went there one time. It was the worst ever. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, so King Beckman... Aside I'm going to tell you, no, I went there for my, my where, niece's... Where do you uh, like to visit? Med- <laughs> no, I went there for her medical school graduation. And before okay. I got to the school, we were stopped by the cops. They had cops lined up all over the road for what was called a naked bike ride. There must have been 10,000 people riding their bicycles stark naked. I'm like, yes. what the fuck is this horse shit? It's you know, and there's kids. Good. Yeah, well, the guy, oh, come on. It was disgusting. We do it down here. They do it down here too. That's disgusting. Yeah, I felt, and, and, I felt and bad for the bicycle seat. I just, I said she participates in the bike ride. So, thank God well, I'm not that bicycle seat. John, I'm going to be honest. You're a heterosexual guy, so you're going to find disgusting. But most of the people who invite you are indulge now are females and those of the elk people. Yeah, but I thought you I thought you used to bike ride with, with him. What happened? You you stopped riding with him? Charles did naked yeah. bike riding? Yeah, no, I, I thought that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. What? What, what happened? Sound, Fred, uh, uh, John, do I sound like I do everything like that? I do no, take all bike bike rides. No, 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 no judgment, sir. No man, listen to me. No, no man, no heterosexual man is going to jump out on a bike with his behind. No, no, no. No, I think oh. about that. no, no oh. man's gonna want to peek his behind. Yeah, because all these guys, no man's gonna want two dollars behind. They were all Nick. standing up. They weren't even oh, sitting on no. their seats. Like, look at what I got. Look at what I got. Like, dang a lang a lang, dang a lang a lang. I'm like, God damn. Oh, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, and, and pervert. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're no, fucking no, pervert. Head of sexual guys, not going to ride on no bike. And there was kids along the along the parade. I don't know if it was a parade or what, but there was kids there. Men, parents with their kids. Men don't do that face though. I'm like, God damn, this city. I'm getting getting the fuck out of here. (laughs) Well, don't judge all of Portland just because you know you know they got a few. Well, 
oddities going on. Every town's got oddities. You think you think Vegas don't have no oddities in it? It was like 10,000 weirdos riding around their bikes naked. I'm like, oh, I'm all dressed up to go to a graduation. I was totally out of that's place. That's why, look, that's why I said had to put a nub on it. They were out of here. You see it, man. And I kept saying to my sister, I said, man, I'm glad I'm not that fucking bike seat. Imagine how rancid that thing is at the end of this. Jesus oh, my Christ. God. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, there's whole beaches, right? Aren't there beaches? Whole beaches dedicated to to the nudie patootie of goers, right? Not that I'm aware of. That's the only yeah, city I've been in America where I saw a naked bike ride, where the cops stopped that, you know, closed off the streets so these perverts can ride around showing their shit. I was like, come on. <laughs> Disgusting. Or had you not seen the parade, take the parade out of the equation. Yeah, it was actually about Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portland was nice. I mean, it was, uh, they had nice big homes. I was surprised how big the homes were up there. It kind of reminded me of the East Coast where I grew up. They had these big Victorian homes and and big trees, you know, because I don't have, you know, big trees here in Vegas. And they had these gigantic trees and everything was green. So that I give it credit for. But uh, but then when you saw in the news three years ago, whenever that was, 2000, whenever it was just shit, you know, shitting the town up with these Antifa stuff, I was like, oh, my God. There was 100 nights of Portland that summer of just, just being terrorized. Mm. I remember they tried to burn down the federal building every night. Nobody got thrown in jail for that. Right. Throwing, yeah, they were throwing Molotov cocktails at the officers as they'd come out and scoot them away. And they're throwing, right. like, these cock, Molotov cocktails over the fence, trying to burn the police up. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. I hope we don't see any more of that, but I don't know. No. So just so you know, in Lake Tahoe, they got the uh, Tahoe's little kept secret. Um, secret Cove, Nude Beach, is in uh, Tahoe. That's just one of the places. Apparently, well, there's still, a whole secret different. map. If you, if you, yeah, if you have a secret cove, we had that where I grew up near Hearst Castle. We had what was called Pirate's Cove. It was right down from Hearst Castle in San Simeon, but it was like a cove way off in the distance. Where, where, like, your families wouldn't go to. You kind of had to get there a certain way. And there you discreet. could sunbathe naked. Yeah, it was discreet. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, right there off Highway 1 where you park your car and you go, look, Johnny, look at all the naked people down here. It wasn't like that. Right. It was, it was a cove. <laughs> well, I don't know where Wilton, California is just yet. I don't know. Uh, but they have Laguna del Sol, which, you know, seems harmless enough by name. But it's a nudist park. A whole that sounds park like Laguna. It's a that's great probably and Laguna comfy place. Beach. Probably oh. Laguna Beach, because that's like a gay capital. Oh, Laguna Beach. Well, they've got a park. Like we got a park going too. Um, um, says here, great place to be comfy and naked. Wow. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, how about Bonnie Dune Beach? I don't know where that's at. Yeah. Uh, says great, great nude beach and easy to get there. I, hey. Yeah, uh, 
I just go to heterosexual beaches where I can wear my bathing suit. Right. Thank you. Regular beaches. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, so just, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. I mean, last thing in the world I want to do is walk up and down the beach line and some guy and gal with naked walking at me and I got to pretend like I'm looking in their eyes saying hello. Come on. <laughs> well, you know, that's the original King Beckman. That's the original, right? You got a loincloth, I guess, came afterward, you know, but that was the original way, <laughs> walking around yeah. with nothing on. <laughs> but, you know, that's we don't know anything about that, so I'm with you. I, I just, I'm more comfortable at the regular beach. Yeah, and then they bend over and pick up a, you know, a shell, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're not supposed yeah, to see I, them I, I wouldn't be, yeah. I, yeah, they will be, yeah, I'd, I'd be long gone before they get these shells around me. Yeah. <laughs> well, honey, look, I, I don't know from the, the parking lot that this yeah. is not working out. And, yeah. I'm <laughs> saying to myself, stick it up your fucking ass, weirdo. Jesus Christ, I don't want to see that. <laughs> King Beckman, have I ever told you that you have uh, quite the imagination? And after that's you, why the, always, that's why you I and Plankton, you two have quite an imagination. I don't, I don't know. I, say, like, when, I, now I say, Jay, thanks. Now you gave me a vision. You know, Jay yeah, will describe yeah, a story. You. I go, oh, oh yeah. man, Jay. Now I have a vision of Fred, Fred in his house with a tutu on. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Yes, it's um, it's it's interesting. In, excuse me, interesting in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, let's see. I didn't. I didn't oh. say what I had in my head was smart. <laughs> no, no, I I didn't say it wasn't. I just said it's interesting. Um, so sorry, the chocolate piece. I don't. I don't know where. I don't know who's on the board right now. I think that is Lavers, and he must be busy because I haven't heard his voice in a. Over twenty minutes, so he's probably packing, or he's just about ready to go to the airport. Right, yeah. So he's probably getting ready to skedaddle. Um, Hang on a second. Scissors, are you nearby? I don't know. Yeah, like I said, you know, it's funny. Yeah, but there you are. Would you please call um, your cupcake? She she she's in the queue and there's nobody to let her in. Who's cupcake? That's chocolate peach. Oh, okay. So why can't I call her chocolate dumpling? You a dumpling is a compliment. She asked, she asked you not to do that. That's why you don't do it. That's like you hey there, you little dumpling. How you doing? That's where well, you well, you, you yeah. tried it. You tried it. And she okay. asked you not to do that. So that's why. It's a term of endearment, dumpling. Well, I mean, doesn't sound like it, but you. it is. <laughs> maybe, maybe um, she doesn't want you to endear her that way. In that way, excuse me. Yeah, chocolate peach is sufficient. I don't know. Something. Maybe she'll warm up to you it. You know what? I don't like. You know why? Because I don't like peaches. Peaches to me have like hair on them. You ever? Yeah. Keep guessing. You can't. No, if you, well, okay. don't, don't peaches you look, look like, like they have like little, they look like they have hair on them. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, do seaweed. Not, do you not like seaweed? Seaweed. Kiwi. K-I-W-R. Oh, kiwi. No, no, I'm not a big kiwi fan. Well, what about strawberries? 
No, I don't like strawberries either. Okay. Well, very, very you have, picky. You I have guess. a lot of things that you you have a lot of things you don't yeah. particularly care for. However, our sister Chocolate Peach got that name. And nothing worse. And nothing family. worse than taking a big juicy bite out of a hairy piece of fruit. Come on. Now I got to pull little hairs out of my teeth after I bite into it. It'll no, get stuck you. in your teeth. You, it'll get oh, peach fuzz get stuck in your teeth. How tight are your teeth? <laughs> I have good teeth. <laughs> and I'm not biting into yeah, that's something. That's why you that say hurt. a lot of trouble, King Beckman. That's why you say in a lot of trouble the things that you say. So here's the thing: apples. I like apples, bananas, pineapple, cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. What's the green round thing? Um, honeydew. Honeydew. I like honeydew. And that's about it. I know you like that's honeydew about... because you have a whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's it's vacant today. I don't have any honeydews on it today. <laughs> what are you doing? All right. Well, I'm going to go. i got to maybe find out where I'm going tonight and what the dress code is. Make yes. sure I have the apparel for that. Yes. Please, Plus please I haven't put shaved. on your back. I haven't shaved. I haven't shaved in please two weeks. Please shave. shave. Yeah. Yes. So. Is your hair cut? Looking... You, are you good? No, I got longer hair now. I canceled that last. I was supposed to go last week, but I canceled it. All right. So, right now, right well, now, you'll, I'm you'll figure it out. Look away. No pictures. I'm hideous. <laughs> I don't know if you're hideous, but um, you'll get it together. If you won't, I if try. you choose I not try. to, Lavis will let you know it. <laughs> you're his special well, guest. Okay, son. See you when you get All back. Right. Have a good weekend. All right. Love you. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Well... I believe this will conclude the third hour of power. We're just shy of uh, a complete hour. But for those who endured, bless you. But I don't think anyone else is here near close enough to keep it going any longer. And I'm not very good at, um, you know, monologue as such. Um, if Plankton were here, he's excellent. But uh, I don't even know where he is right now. So, all right, well. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone.